Noctorum first. Shopping list. One dagger acquired. Six bolts of cloth lost, though a profitable engagement and sponsorship deal was made, followed by multiple drinks at a tavern, uh, some more than others, and thusly followed even more by an interesting discussion with the locals. Some arcane theories were bound about, mostly by the professor, who seems to be the most knowledgeable in these circumstances. Whatever is going on is certainly interesting. Multiple things happening at once, possibly, though it seems to be symptoms of a cause. Uh, some sort of realmatic bleeding, uh, these creatures appearing from possibly lightning strikes or vice versa. We have, of course, been offered all of the regional delicacies, such as Rubai Parb, by a such witness and local who we have interviewed. Uh, investigations will continue on the morrow. Hi, everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. Sorry for the long wait. We are down a member, so that meant uh, kind of changing the camera systems a bit. Um, so that was a, a bit of a, a bit of a hassle, a little bit of uh, technical difficulties. Uh, but we're running. We're doing good. Um, let's go ahead and introduce each other. Let's go ahead and start with Maxwell. Hi, I'm Max of Rodeo, and I play Kadith, your great old one's warlock. Dust? Hello, I am Dust, and I am playing Soul, the Triton Tempest Cleric. Lily? Hi, I'm Lily, and I'm playing Arya, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. Chris? Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Ilo, the Keeper of the Grove. And Jace? Hi, everyone. I'm Jace. I'll be playing Rishi, the Air Genasi Bard. All right. So when we last left off, you guys had just spoken to Drew, um, and he'd kind of given you some basic information. Uh, I know there were questions about the lightning, and um, we had uh, kind of information about things like ley lines and such like that. And then uh, we decided that we would reconvene back at the inn. So uh, we can go ahead just kind of uh, moving through town. Uh, you guys will eventually make your way back to the inn, um, which will be... I, I, I wouldn't even say it's, it's fairly busy there. It's... Um, it's it, it, it definitely has a few more people. Um, there are people who have, at the end of the day, have come to uh, eat, drink, kind of relax. Um, it saves money on things like candles and, and stuff like that, so they're going to be kind of relaxing a bit. Um,
Uh, you guys are back at the inn. Um, plenty of people are there eating, drinking, kind of enjoying their time. Um, the bartender is chopping up some potatoes. It looks like he's getting ready to boil them. Um, few seats open. Of course, there's still your room upstairs, if you guys wish. Uh, and anybody interesting in the bar? Interesting looking? Or is it just all like your normal farm folk? Today, it's pretty much farm folk. Um, I wouldn't say that anybody new has kind of passed through, at least within the last 24 hours. Um, you you might get like an adventurer that you saw the other day that's just kind of mulling over a little bit of, of brandy or, or some wine or something and just kind of taking it easy. Um, but nobody that looks like they're on a mission or so estranged that they kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Interesting. Lily, friend, did you need to perform here for your I think you mean Aria. checklist? Aria. Thanks, Lily. Thank you. Uh, it's been a day for everybody. Aria, friend, do you need to perform here for your checklist? Yes, I do. Would you care for assistance and honestly, soul and actually everyone I could use help from all of you. I think we all have experience with a shanty or two. Um, and as I believe should be noted, you don't need the best singing voice for a shanty. Just need some, some backup and the uh, baritone or mid-soprano section of the notes. Oh, Rishi. After the house incident, I I told you I wouldn't sing again, but I will perform some magic to help. You just have to you just have to go some, with some of the like hopes and some of the haze, just the emphasis. You just need that on the backup. You gotta. If you don't want to get on stage, you can do the callbacks from the seat and help push the audience to join in. What did you do on the ship? Whenever your rowdy crew was singing and rowing. What what were you up to? Cleaning. Reading. Did a lot of reading. I was the cabin the... boy, remember? And they got oh, rowdy. Geez. I had to clean. The... You were reading in like the open or like while there was like salt spray and stuff, you were just sitting on the deck reading? Did that not ruin the pages? No. I knew a little bit to keep to make sure they stayed dry and not get salt in, in the pages. Thanks hmm. for the follow. Well, what about you, Edith? I, I also know based on this. Okay, well, this is just going to be. I, I guess, yes. Aria, you're right. Could you. Just be in the audience, I guess, and try to get everyone else rowdy. You don't have to clean these this time. So you can just get everyone rowdy free of responsibility. All right. Fun part about these working songs. There's no effort in them. You just 
Sing, you play music, everyone has fun, everyone participates. Uh, Rishi will climb up on stage, offer a hand to Aria or Ilo, whoever's getting up. Um, and then, yeah, get to boot stomp and to set the rhythm for Aria to play a wicked solo of some sort, too. Uh, we can do Santiana, we can do the Leather Workers song, uh, we can do Old Maui. What are we, what are we feeling here? I think Rishi's leading this one. All right. I, I, Chase, got into the, the cringe sea shanty phase and did not leave it. Sea shanties <laughs> and, like, songs are great. They are really good if you are working and you're like, screw mm -hmm. it, man, I'm just gonna throw these bad boys on and go. Uh, but I will roll... I do have reference, yes. Uh, You'd have see. advantage with everybody helping. Please, that'd be good. Okay. Good rolls. With the advantage, it's good. <laughs> That's a 23 for, for podcast listeners. All right. So a 23, you guys will have kind of like the perfect echoing throughout the place. Uh, your voices will carry pretty much through the rafters, over the whole place, all the way to the back of the bar. The shanty will go pretty, pretty fantastically. A lot of the crowd will just kind of like kind of move their beers and their drinks and really kind of get into the music. Um, they're going to have such a great time. Let's go ahead and roll uh, a D10, a D5, and a D4. Please. Uh, a 7, a 3, right. and a 2. <clears throat> you will get 7 silver, 3 gold, and 2 copper. split. Okay, well, that'll be easy enough. I had Ilo, uh, Arya, and Rishi up on stage. We can split the gold, and then I'll put the seven copper to the the support staff of uh, Soul and Cadith. Running around, pushing everyone to join in. Yeah. I mentioned halfway through, Ilo's, Ilo's got the bass, so he'll be the, uh, the drone um, the um, Tyler just needs and, he just needs a uh, bag, and then and then a little bit later he'll uh, he'll get out his uh, his spoons and just like rattle them against the chair that he's sitting on. Just got his foot stomping. Got the little spoken word from Rishi in between songs. Introduce the the next sea monster that was uh, that was slain off the coast of Hollymead from long ago. You know all that jazz. Now remember, we want to check out the farm again at night, so we can't be here at doing this all night. Just need to perform once. It's all it takes. That's off the checklist. <laughs> yeah, so then can... back to investigating, I guess. 
I, uh, I think that would be a good idea. Uh, other than torches, do we have good ways of making light? Um... No. Not no. me. Not me either. I think torches are the best we've got. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. I could see into the dark. <laughs> okay, that's somewhat helpful, yes. Uh, unfortunately, my eyesight is not that good. Uh, that's that's fine. We can make do with what we have. Uh, just try to remember, he said that well, I guess he didn't say it, but it, it seems like they may be averse to light. So just watch for that, I guess. Buddy system. I think most of us can see in the dark. But if they're afraid of the light, then it makes sense to keep the light with us. Unless we want to deal with them now. I... Actually, that brings me to, a, um, I guess, a meta question. What is Caden? Is he human? He's or a half-elf. Half? Oh, I thought he was human. I was about to be like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't know what warlocks get. Warlocks, there's so many invocations that give you things. And then I know Ilo is... I'm the only one without dark vision. Yeah, I think again. <laughs> two seasons in a row. <laughs> no. Let's go. Uh... Vid was also human, so... I thought he was a half-elf. Okay, anyway, no. let's let's go to the farm. Uh, we uh, see if, if we oh. need to, I can brighten the flames, make them brighter, so... Hmm. So, we definitely need to do buddy systems. Uh, but do we want to use anyone as... Bait? Bait? Maybe? I can be bait. Okay. Are you good at getting away if you need to? Sure. Wouldn't be the first time we've had to use him as bait. I guess I can't say anything. The last time I tried to get You saw what happened in the arena. I tried to get away and got smacked down pretty hard. So, uh, not. No, certain so abilities. So that help me get away. Uh, if we're plus. sending... If we're sending him in as bait, I can always tie our life force together so we can't die. But that means I need to stay all the fuck the way back there away from whatever it is. Because if I... both of us go down, then there's a strong likelihood we die. How, how far does this go? How far does what go? Talking. Not very. Okay. I was 30, about to say, you 30 can... feet, maybe a little bit more. Do you have to see us? No. Okay. One of us can hang around the corner, and then if something happens, you can just kind of scream mentally, maybe, or something. Or also out loud. I don't, I don't know. Uh, okay. Let's Get going, I guess. Okay. 
Well, there are a few locations that we didn't get to observe in the daylight. Lightning at a windmill is always interesting. Did we want to check out the biggest location first? That's a fair point. Um, if it's a windmill, it may just be the tallest point in a flat area. But we can definitely still investigate that. Worth rolling it out. And you didn't find anything at the, uh, the trough, correct? Uh, if I remember correctly, there was only a coin in the bottom of the trough. But uh, and some nails, but that's hardly out of the ordinary. And... Corey, that you said there was a lightning, another lightning strike at like intersection. Would that intersection be on the way to the windmill, or like in between the windmill and the farm, so that we could also check that out uh, as well? You may be muted, Corey. Um, sorry about that. Um, thank you, Chris. Uh, so. It's it's definitely not like at a four way crossroads, not a three way. It is in the center of town, so you can easily get there. Um, yeah, definitely see that along the way. Okay, so we can do that. Yes, we can check out the crossroads, and we can go to the windmill, and we can go to the... hopefully get all this knocked out in one night. Maybe, maybe an easy solve. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, Arishi will slap a bar to cover any tab uh, and we'll saddle up. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead, Dust. No, you go uh, I was just saying, uh, we heading the windmill first or the crossroads? I think we'll hit the crossroads on our way out to the windmill, and then if we discover anything at the windmill that's worth note, we can re examine the crossroads before we head to bed. Or the farm. After all, we're not sure what we're looking for. However, and I will begin to brief what um, he and Rook found um, at the uh, at the troughs. There was a lightning strike that seemed to, like normal, permeate from a single point outwards, as though it were lightning, but. Like I said, there was a couple. There were a couple of items in the trough. There was a coin, the nails. It. We we know that it, this this town is on a ley line, so it's prone to lightning strikes. I would assume that they would not build the windmill in the most uh, outrageously lightning attentive positions. So we can. Assume that there is something going on 
with the lightning. Or we should at least take caution that there may be an association and it may not just be a coincidence. Have we considered the fact that maybe this whole place is super creepy so whenever someone looks at the windmill there's a big spike of lightning and bats flying out of it? Thought of that option. This is not a horror novel. I just, you never know. I mean, it kind of was a couple days ago. Wait, I point that fact out. That we did have an incredibly, well, not we, some of us had an incredibly spooky encounter just a couple days ago. So maybe consider that we are in a horror novel. We've seen two ghosts, apparitions, weird spectral things. So, apparitions do tend to happen at crossroads, which we are just about upon. Um, would anybody mind giving a, an, a hand or an eye or two eyes, two eyes and a nose, two eyes, a nose and two ears around the circle? I can hold a torch, like a kid holding a flashlight for their dad working on an engine. I can take a look around. I'm not proficient in investigation, but I will do my best. Okay. Um, is anybody else proficient in investigation? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I'll make a roll with everybody else um, chipping in, so maybe um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so not too not too good with this lighting. Lighting's kind of hampering my style. 11 for the uh, podcast. Once again, like a kid holding a flashlight for their parent in a car. Trying to work on the engine. Um, should, yeah. Let's give you a D4 to that. Because, um, like, I, I feel like you're still surrounded by people. They're all trying, still trying to help. You get the light and everything. Okay, so, like, uh, impromptu guidance from so many people helping. Oh, that would be a 12, which is an even number. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you're looking at the, uh, the burn in the center of the road, right? Yeah, that's probably okay. the most obvious. So it is a long stretch of road. And it's kind of like tree branched out in certain places. It's nowhere in a crossroads or anything. It's a long stretch. And the burn mark is is very particular. And as you, you kind of investigate the area, you're looking around. It's a lot of dirt, gravel, a little bit of like that that browned dust from like clay and stuff like that from the roads that, that have just kind of dried and clumped off. But the weird uh, the weird part about this one particular place, is that what burned isn't the clay or the dirt or anything. There was some sort of sawdust or something left here at some point. Um, it's not like a trail of it. it, it it's not like it's in other particular places. Um, and it's not a lot of it. Um, maybe like a, a small little little pile. Um, but is, that's, that's pretty much the only thing you're going to find out of the ordinary in this particular place. Okay, Ilo's initial immediate thought is to identify the wood because he's he's a tree boy. He's a tree man. 
Um, he's going to grab some of the, the sawdust that maybe wasn't ignited or if there's just any ash and any, anywhere. And he's going to try to um, um, identify it by by smell to see if it's a it's a particularly uncommon wood um, based on the the biome or just to see what kind of wood he can make it out to be if it's a particularly um, odorous or aromatic wood um, sure. so what would you like that, to try to roll for that um I'd like to try to roll in nature because I think Ilo would be very familiar with his herbalism knowledge, what different trees smell like. Um, sure. And I can easily write off a low roll with that same explanation. Um, that's actually not oh, going to be pretty. quite so low. It's going to be a 21. So that particular is is very dry. It's, it's very uh, easily ignitable. A lot of people... And it's, it's a very common tree. It's a simple pine tree. Um, there's nothing spectacular about the wood. It's often used for things like tables, general chairs, um, things that, that will last pretty decently because the wood is good, but it's not beautiful. You know, you're not going to get a lot of striking patterns or anything, you know. I mean, there are other techniques to get some beautiful, beautiful look out of pine, but, um, yeah, it's it's... Strangely, nothing to write home about. It's it's fairly common, um, and especially in this area, there's a lot of pine. Okay, where where the lightning struck, where she's just gonna kind of kick away some of the dirt. Is there any like metal underneath the dirt that would attract somehow a lightning bolt? There is a dropped nail. Okay, she will pick that up, kind of note it to Ilo. Um, guess more metal. Uh, just honestly, just drop it back. Just a note. Although there are maybe not exactly right here, but there's houses and fence posts that probably have nails in them. That is odd that it would strike here. But well, not so fast, Rishi. Why don't you go ahead and pick that up? Because if lightning struck at once and it's prone to strike it again, and we remove it, then we remove that possibility as well. Oh, okay, I thought you were trying to say if I hold it, maybe lightning will strike it again. I don't want to be struck by lightning. I just want to put Let's that out there. Hope not for that. Weren't there nails in the trough? There were nails in the trough. And that might indicate... Well, Rook and I determined that it was probably not a spell. However, that doesn't mean it wasn't magical now that we know that the ley lines might be involved. The ley perhaps hate nails. Or perhaps the nails were used by somebody as some kind of ley line magical component. A focus of sorts. A focus. Or a marker. A marker is also not a bad idea. Can you nail a ley line into place? That's something? Even in like a metaphysical, physical level? Can I make an arcana check about that? That question? Uh, to see if you can like focus a ley line item yeah. or something? Yeah. You can definitely try. 
Um, we can do Arcana. Arcana of 15. Um, when it comes to ley lines, kind of trying to control them is, is nearly impossible. Uh, they're a force of nature, uh, like a tornado or uh, a tsunami. Um, these things are incredibly powerful, and, and, and even thinking of controlling them is, is in and of itself something that you would need a crap ton of power, something a, a nail probably wouldn't do. The, ru the runes alone would surpass what you could put on a nail. There presumably are a lot of nails at a windmill. Maybe we can go there and look for more clues slash nails. Yes. I... Yeah. Is anyone opposed to heading to the windmill now before it gets too, too dark? Not opposed. Nah. Okay. Up the hill. Edith on the way will walk by Soul, and he'll fetch something from his pocket and hand it over to her. It's a vial filled with water. She'll look at you with like a raised eyebrow, but take it. You up the storms, and I collected this from the storm the other night. Ah. Uh. I figure maybe it could help with spells or something. I, I'm not sure. It could. Thank you. Mm. And I'll continue making our way up the hill. Okay. So you guys will crest the hill. Um, there's this large uh, four-bladed windmill. One of the blades are completely burned off. Um, there is charred wood in place of, of where it would normally start branching out. And there are pieces of wood on the ground below it. The windmill itself is mostly made out of stone. Um, a wooden door to the front of it and a few windows inside, but not not quite big enough for a humanoid of any type. Water check. Um, so it's not, uh, it's, it's a very distinct place. Uh, there is like, again, I, there was a, a couple of like ash and debris just kind of setting to the side of it where the windmill's limb is probably just like cracked off and fallen. Uh -oh, um, It's like he's sniffing the pen. Oh, it's free. I just... <laughs> you froze for a second. It made you look like you were sniffing your pen. Uh, uh, how high up is the... So, based on your description, it seems like the... Fan, like the... was That was struck by lightning? Yeah, one of the blades. How, how high up is that? Uh, we're probably, I'd say, about 40 feet up. It's a really decently tall one for its time period. Uh, there, There is some of the wood on the ground from it that 
when it got too dark, right? Yeah. Um, so there's some debris of what's left of the blade on the ground. Rishi is going to start tying some rope to his waist and hand the rest of the rope, like the other end of the coil, to Ilo. Um, if something goes wrong, don't let it. Uh, and I'm going to use my Air Genasi ability to cast Levitate on myself uh, and just and float up to the mill. Okay. And, and try to get a look at it from up close. Let's that's a little Let's see. That's... Spell once the straight. Cool, cool. Um, do you want to do investigation, perception? How do you want to kind of... Uh, I think they might be the same role for me. Uh, if, could I do... I guess I'll do investigation just to see what I can see of it. Like, where it broke, like... Basically, what pieces of metal would be nearby where it broke. Um, okay. Basically trying to piece together what happened. Okay. And hope that I roll well. I'm going to turn off investigation or advantage and stop stalling. Uh, investigation of an 18. Uh, pretty nice. You'll find that the wood has uh, splintered off a lot. Like a lot of the weight, uh, especially once it got like started to char the outside started to thin uh the core of the wood itself couldn't continue the burn so it, it snapped from the weight everything else is relatively unscathed there's no metal in this section it's been kind of nailed and braced about two feet to the right of it this was just two kind of like pines of wood that's supposed to hold it and um, after the weight the burning it just it just couldn't seem to hold the weight um, Professor. Yes. What kind of wood is this made out of? And Rishi will point down at the like remnants of the fan on the ground. I'll make a nature check for that. Seventeen. That is, uh, so it's a little bit farther away. Uh, they don't readily grow here, but it is oak. Damn, not pine. It's a very fancy windmill. Uh, Rishi will float back down, uh, still keeping the spell up, but just be on the ground. Uh, well, I... It wasn't metal that was struck up there. Um, seems to have hit kind of right there, thrown the weight off. Um, you know what, uh, Ilo, yes. give me a give me an investigation roll, please, as well with that nature. Oh, an eight. eight. Um, I'll do it with advantage. It would Twenty-one. Make sense. So there is going to be, you know, as you're sifting through the ash, something that you're going to notice, right? Mm -hmm. And it's something that's been pretty much in every single one of these places. Is another nail. Several, actually, on this wheel mill. Um, there's probably a total of three more, um, which is weird because there's two types of nails here. You've got one type, which looks mostly made of iron, and then whatever this other nail is that matches the others. 
Okay, I didn't. I'd be able to tell which one was made of iron, and I'll leave that one alone. But um, I'm going to. Uh, can I tell what kind of metal that this this other one is made out of? Potentially, um, you can roll either a history or a nature. Okay, um, let's do a history, because I'm going to assume that with good, wo with good wood comes good materials all around, um, so that makes the most sense. That's a natural one That's, for a yeah, six. one with a six in total. Um, you know what, maybe it's made of gold. <laughs> I mean... Ooh. That would be a um, an, a logical conclusion. Um, you know, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, Buzz conducts electricity quite well. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. Uh, it, it could be made of gold, but I'm. That wouldn't make any sense architecturally. Very expensive nail, too. Uh, yeah, so it would be a very expensive nail. If anybody wants to keep this and examine it when we have better light, um, and he'll he'll hold it out to to Kadeth. I'll, if you don't mind, I'll take a look at it. Absolutely. Um, gonna, yeah. Gonna grab the nail. Can I? Um, I roll for it. A history to see if I know. Yeah. 18. I was cheering so, one again. It is definitely different um, than other nails, but not more expensive. Uh, so you've seen this a lot on the ship. They're used for tough repairs. Um, these nails are 2% Titan metal. Um, they're uh, like a little bit more pricey, but because it's only 2%, it's only like an extra silver, but they last for years. They don't corrode. They typically don't have issues in rain. Um, they tend to kind of eventually absorb things around them. So they basically fuse with like wood and stuff like that. So they become this like very sturdy architect in, in, in like things like uh, things that need repaired or broken. Um, the nail also has some downsides though uh, these people probably didn't know they're extremely conductive to electricity oh well, i think we found our our problem these have these nails have a little bit of titan metal in it and while it has a lot of good downsizes is they're very conductive to lightning Okay. So, so we know that probably the the blade of the windmill was hit as it crested its peak, and with the weight of the compromised wood cracked and crumbled off before it made its way down to the bottom. We know that by the breakage. What we don't know is why this nail was placed up there in the first place. Is the windmill still operational? Like, is it spinning on three blades? No. 
it could then, be that they didn't know about it. I mean, it's it's only a little bit of tight metal. I wouldn't even have recognized it if we hadn't used it on the ship. And and if it's for something that is important, like a windmill, then you want to keep that structurally stable. I think the otter occurrence, honestly, would be the middle of the road and a feeding trough. I think those are the ones, to me, despite them being the majority, that seem to be outliers. Especially, actually, um, Corey slash Chris, was that nail that was in the trough, like, loose? Or was it, like, that's what they used the nail for? Did they, like, nail the trough in using one of those nails? I'm, like, half in, half out. It was in there, but it, it just kind of, like, was either nibbled at or it was, like, you know, kind of burred at by a, by a horse or something. So it was like half pulled out, but it was still somewhat in the structure. Just was very loose. We also have to put an account about the supposed creatures the old man said he saw. Right. I'm I'm not sure if they're connected. You know, well, whenever if we find evidence that they're connected, then they could be connected, but they might not like we just kind of have to be of two minds i guess of, of that um but i think that's at least one mystery kind of solved of the mysterious fires is a for unfortunate accidents yeah. yeah at at the very at the very least if we find evidence that it was some sort of something then Delicious. Can, right, you know, you need to make sure you have proof of, you know, intent or some sort of evidence other than just coincidence. Um, but if we look at the... Yes, we just, we just need to look more into the disappearing objects and see if we can solve that, but I guess... 50% of the job kind of done. Good job, team. How late is it? Should we go and check the barn? Uh, or out uh, in the farm? Um, We could probably easily say it's around like 8, 9 p.m. Sun has crashed the moon. is just coming up. It's going to be a full moon night, actually. So you guys are going to get plenty of light. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all I'm a werewolf. <laughs> I forgot to tell you I'm a Saiyan. So, good luck, guys. <laughs> Gotta rip my tail off. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I think we've got some good light and we've got a little bit of time. Uh, we can look into things and then see where that goes. I, I'm feeling pretty good here, I'd, I'd say. Let's go. Right. Um, so you'll head back over to the farmer's land. Uh, of course, you'll see kind of lights inside the building, um, but the full property open to you guys. Uh, there is another uh, kind of like grain mill uh, to the right side of the house, which I, I believe is when he's, where he said he had seen something and kind of fallen over 
there are two larger windows on the left and the right side and a wooden door to the front face of the house. I think the obvious first place to start looking is the, the silo where this thing was first seen. Um, though, who knows if it'll come back to the same place twice. Um, if nothing else, we could maybe find some tracks or something. Something. Uh, it's 11 a.m. It is 11 a.m. Um, we can possibly put out something to see if it'll steal that. I don't really know. doesn't seem to be a pattern or anything. Shovel, two pails, some grain. So just like a little something you don't mind losing. Uh, I'll pull out a... A laying pin that I have from the ship. Okay. Cool. I had, I'll put one over there with you. I have okay. one too. It's just the part where we use Miss Bait. Uh, we'll wait and then you go in and then maybe you need to be used as bait. Uh, but we just kind of hang out, I guess, and wait to see if we hear or see anything. Okay. Uh, let's do stealths. No, stealths that's not gonna... indeed. Okay. Well, we will see how this goes. That's a nine for soul. Oh. 14 for Arya, a natural one for Rishi. Oh, with the, best <laughs> the one person who's supposed to be one. stealthy. Yeah, I have a... Oh, <laughs> That's with a four. Um, <laughs> Stealth is not a strong suit. Right, okay. well, I don't mind rolling at disadvantage because of my heavy armor, even though we're probably not moving, so that might not apply because <laughs> we just got a six and a four. I was <laughs> Hey, even with the oh, yes! no! I'm not alone. <laughs> okay. The stealthiest of stealthy crews. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a ten, naturally. I figured we would do a lot better on that. So I was gonna let you guys be impressive. But compared to um, you guys are is like I'm the trees. Like, it's all you people are making too much of. <laughs> We'll we'll take the ten on this one. You guys will find a nice kind of place, maybe around the the side of the the buildings, or maybe there's a a stone wall with a little bit of moss on it. It's just kind of hunker down. Now, in about and, and it's going to be a while. You know, you're going to have to sit there for about an hour, hour and a half. Things are going to kind of tick by. You know, you're going to hear like the cows and the sheep in the background. Um, but eventually, uh, there'll be some movement in the bushes, uh, kind of off to the, the hillside. And two little figures uh, will eventually kind of come out of the bush. They're going to have a really long, kind of very thin-eyed nose with uh, some sort of piercings in it. It's very long, pointy ears. Um, they are 
humanoid to a degree, but nowhere near as tall. We're talking maybe two foot max height. And they're kind of bickering at each other. Um, one's going to kind of like push the other. The other one's going to kick it in the shin. And they're going to make their way up over to the, uh, the, the silo, basically. And uh, they'll, they'll kind of look at these, these like belaying pins out front and one will pick it up, smack the other with it. The other one will grab the other one, smack the other one with it. And then they'll just kind of like get bored of it and they'll chuck it. Uh, and they'll head inside the green silo. Um, right before they disappear from view, um, can I whisper an abyssal word to cast Hunter's Mark on one of them? Uh, what's the range? 90 feet. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, I'll let me figure out how to ping this. This is the first spell I've cast. Range the quarry the spell ends. You get d6 damage whenever you hit. Uh, with a weapon, perceive the target drops. In. Okay, let's see what it says about tracking. Uh, it has an ability for tracking, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, you know where it is. Perfect. So, um, you'll hit it with a hunter's mark. These things will kind of head inside. And they'll be in there for a few minutes. Um, up to you guys if you want to react to that. Should we head in and, like, corner them? If they do manage to escape, we'll have a good chance of finding them. And I can't make things light, but if they're stealthy to some degree, I can... So yes, let's let's go. All right. Uh, Follow them oh, in. Oh, um, are we are we all just heading towards the front door? Is there another? Is there, is there another way that we could use to like do a? Do a flanking are, maneuver. There are two windows on either side, pretty much uh, big enough for a humanoid. Uh, a front door, um, and I don't think there was a back door, um, but there are, you know, several routes. We should have two people at the window, so just in case they try to get out that way. Uh, I can stay at a window. I can, I'll take I the rear as well. I was going to say, I could stay at a window. I have something that could prevent them from moving towards it. But wouldn't it be better for... Uh, Put me where you need me. Let's, let's do that. Let's have Rishi and Kadith at uh, the rear by the window. And, um, Arya, you keep a lookout and, and keep behind Sol and I, and, um, Sol and I will try to flush them out. Sounds like a plan. Be careful. You don't know what, what they're, what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. So, after you. Hello. Okay. Um, if we are trying to 
um, flank them and, and surprise them, then I'm going to light a torch with uh, an elven word to, to spike up the druid craft. The, the torch will burst alive um, just as we're about to round the corner so that they'll see the light before they see the figures. And um, yeah, with that, I guess Sol and I will will uh, round the corner where we saw them rush off to. So you'll head inside and the first thing that you're going to hear is they're going, whatever they are, they're, they're kind of rummaging through stuff. You're going to see a pot get kind of tossed and that's going to crack to the side. Um, and, and you'll hear them kind of bickering, um, pretty much like, and they're just kind of like digging through things. You kind of round the corner, that light kind of shines into the room for the first time. They're going to kind of like stop like a deer in the headlights and two goblins are just going to kind of stand there staring at you. One of them's got somebody's pantaloons and the other one is holding this, this kind of old and uh, uh, kind of like an old hand trowel. Mm-hmm. They're, they're currently just like frozen at the moment. Like, I'm going to use thaumaturgy, thaumaturgy and make my voice boom and say drop the stuff a roll of persuasion or intimidation up to you okay. uh, do persuasion 13 you're gonna get a flat 20 Oh, I that's I typed that wrong. So one of them will drop the pantaloons. Um and the other one will drop the trowel, and then one will screw and they'll head toward the windows. Uh, be uh, when they start headed towards the windows, uh, there's two of them. Yeah, and they're, gonna, they're splitting up. I'm gonna cast cause fear on one of them. Uh, I'm. Well, I mean, gonna... they're sufficiently afraid. Yeah, but cause fear keeps them from being able to move any closer to me, and that would mean they can't come towards the windows. Well, at least that one. Okay. So I'll cast it. Uh, what is the effect? Was it wisdom saving throw? Let me double check to see what that is for him. All right. So we got a negative one. Oh. 13. What is your DC? 
My DC is 13. Oh, damn. So it does not work. Does not work. Uh, okay, my plan is not anything too special because I wasn't prepared for them to just be regular goblins, but I'm still going to go for it. I'm going to fire off fairy fire on them so okay. that they will at least be glowing if they do escape. Uh, so they'll need to roll dexterity saves. Technically, everyone will need to roll dexterity saves in the silo, like in that room on the inside will need to roll dexterity saves to not be glowing. Okay. okay. Alright. Good. <laughs> Great. Y'all are glowing. Let's see if the goblins... Alright, that's a fail for one goblin. Soul is the only one not glowing, so... Is that for both the goblins, or just the one? Just the one. I'm trying to get it to roll the other. Oh, that's okay. an 18. Okay, so... So you'll, one... you'll get the one that is being tracked by Rishi with the fairy fire. Or not Rishi, Ilo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Ilo is going to... Um, I think very quickly his instinct will just be to like make hushing noises. And amongst the panic he's going to be shh, shh. Everybody just... Calm down. Goblin folk, are you hungry? And he's going to take out some rations, some bread. He's going to rip off some bread with his, his, his teeth. And he's going to toss some bread into the middle of the silo. We're not going to hurt you if you don't hurt us. So, um, they are still scurrying out. We've had two spells cast at them. We can do mm -hmm. a persuasion but that will be a disadvantage. Okay. Um, I will try a persuasion. Okay. Uh, disadvantage. So click the disadvantage. That's a seven. Oh. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're hurrying towards the window. Um, Two things of magic has gone off. They're not too keen on magic. They don't really know much about magic. For all they know, somebody could have almost dropped dead. Um, one is glowing, and that is particularly freaking weird. Um, but I think that one's going to get stopped by Kadath. Uh, the other one is going to use an ability um, as it gets to the window to, to kind of meander around whoever is there. It's got an ability known as Nimble Escape. The goblin can take a disengage or a hide action as a bonus of each of its turns. So it will engage who's ever in the window. It will move around it to try to push through it, or it will it can squeeze however it can, and it will use Nimble Escape to uh, disengage and then try to run into the woods. Um, uh, I... Rishi... Wait, is Kadeth actually, like, physically the stopping want... like are have we captured essentially a goblin like is there a goblin that is like full on stopped no, no one has hand grabbed a goblin um one of them is glowing uh we have magic on one of them so that one particularly probably would not be able to hide uh but the other one i mean they're both still loose they're trying to get out the windows they're like hopping out as best they can uh, seeing this I mean, Rishi's already 
that one goblin got by him, but Rishi is going to kind of move to the side so that there is a kind of clear path as much as there can be for what Rishi can do. Mm -hmm. And he will just shout, This place is now warded by the most powerful wizard in Hollymead. Return not, or your death shall be imminent. The, the one that's still kind of stuck in there will pee himself immediately. Um, you'll just kind of hear like that trickling of water, and then there will be a puddle. Um, the other one is just like screaming in the woods. <laughs> and you just hear the bush. And it's going to try to grab him. I'm, I'm going to help. Let let them go, for they have been frightened and known of the wards on this place. They shall not return. And Rishi is, are, are I guess, you, podcasters you, can't see. Rishi is doing, like, <laughs> wizard hand motions at people. Like. Alright, it's just gonna open the door and hold it open for the, the goblin that peed itself. Let it run away. Um, Ilo, Ilo would like to, to to grapple it. Did Kadeth yeah. say yeah, that he's they gonna were going to try? Okay. Um, I'm pushing how, how would you? So am I. So I like I the can... top of its head. Yeah, I can. I can give. I'll give you advantage with at the at the athletics since we're both so big compared to it. So you're you're going for the one that's still inside. Uh. So the one that's inside is the one that peed itself, right? Yes. Grapple the pee goblin, man. That's all. The one outside? Can I get to him? No. All right. Well, then I'll go. Yeah, I'll go for the one inside. He he is amongst the brush and one with the trees. Um. He's running with the the step of fear. Um. But yeah, the uh, the goblin inside won't won't even fight. You can grab him. He's just gonna stand there. He's trembling. Uh, his whole body is is kind of shaking like a like a little like tree in a windstorm. I think we all need to de-escalate this. Rishi and Primordial will just say, "I was." scaring them off so they wouldn't come back and that was a problem solved because they're scared and they won't come back and then they won't deal anything and then that's another job done. I don't scared! It's got the one by the head just kind of holding it. But Stop I, I, stealing I, from this town. What should have cared but yeah, that, that too. Do, do the thing, Kadith. You know, where you go speak into their soul. Oh yeah, I'll talk into its mind. You need to stop stealing from this town. Or the consequences will be incredibly dire for you. Did not? Oh, you're, you're still friends. terrified. I'd say it would pee itself again, but it has nothing left in the tank. Uh, Soul's going to, like, get down to it, like, look down at it. And she'll say, You, you keep your word and tell all your other friends to, to stop stealing from here. Or you see that you're glowing 
We'll know, and we'll be back. It, it was convinced it don't steal from here again, but it'll not, yeah. <laughs> All right, just, just, just make it doubly sure, you know? You gotta tell yeah. it to tell its friends. Yep. Um, I'm going to um, take... I assume there's some cloth or something, or if I even have cloth wrapped among my my rations i'm gonna give him like a like a like a hobo sack of um rations you're sending mixed messages now he's gonna look a little confused but happy like gen with with a mixture of fear like are they fattening me up no telescope no Take this to your friends as a, as a promise to us that we will not hurt you if you do not return. Arthur? You get to live if you don't come back. Why do not kill Doing a really bad good cop and bad cop thing. Just bad cop, bad cop, bad cop, good cop. Like... <laughs> It's 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 genuinely confused. It, it will pretty much ask why why you're not killing it. We have decided to take mercy on you. And whoop. Uh oh. Lily dropped. They said her, she said her computer was doing weird things. Mm -hmm. uh, she'll we be back. We'll give her it. Decided to take mercy on you. This time we have found your antics. Amusing enough for you to live, but not amusing enough for you to do them again. So take our gift to you. Go spread the word that you are not to return here or steal from these people again, or else you will suffer the consequences. We should just probably let let him go now, just medical. <clears throat> Releases a grip on the goblin's head. Didn't need to wash your hands for sure. I know you didn't touch the pants, but you didn't know where know. it's been. Well, I was saying it. You know, he didn't. So Edith okay, will just crackle some magic out of his fingertips and clean his hands off. That too. It'll just kind of stand there, not knowing what to do. Go! Worried that go. if it runs, it will get killed. Go! Go! We're just no. go! Just leave! The little scamper hole. Oh, well. Out the front door, into the woods. I think that's pretty much mission complete. Once we're stealing things. Lighting from the ley lines, tighten the middle of the nails. So, should probably report both of those things, but we could probably wait until tomorrow. No need to wake up uh, the farmer just just to tell him that. Um, yeah. Can tell the. I guess the barkeep will probably be the best person to spread the word. The nails. Um, Make sure that that can be taken care of, and then 
yeah, job done. You can go back and thought guild missions would be a little bit more glamorous. But um They yeah. might have given us something easy to start with. How did this job get to a legendary? It could have been harder. <laughs> could have been harder? We didn't know what was going on, and I don't think they did either. True. Yes, perhaps we lucked into getting something calm and easy and not dangerous. Well, uh, as much as I'd love to camp out here in the farm with the pea, um, we could get back to the inn with the beds that have probably also been peed in. I hate that I thought of that. Oh. Yeah, maybe saying that just before we all go to bed is a bad just idea. Clean the mattress the same way that Caden cleaned himself. Uh, I guess we can see each other in the morning. I can clean the mattresses for you guys. I can, I can clean my own mattress, but thank you. Well, for anyone who can't. Alright. Let's head back. Good work, everyone. We might consider waiting a couple days just to, you know, make sure nothing else strange happens. I mean, I could see sticking around for one more, well, one more night, really pasta tomorrow, but I don't think it's really necessary for us to stay out that much longer. I I agree with Arya. I think definitely mm -hmm. tomorrow full day, and then if nothing happens tomorrow night, I think we can safely move on. Sounds good to me. So it's good to me. Mm -hmm. Alright. You back guys will head area. back to the inn. And we'll get a fair decent amount of rest. Um, the uh, innkeeper will uh, kind of take down your guys' notes from the, the job. You guys will get paid um, I think uh, 25 gold to the full completion. Um, and uh, they, they'll send word to your to your guild that things are complete. Um... From there, you guys still have the room at the inn, um, which they've kind of held for you, not knowing if you were going to stay or go, or how that was going to work out. Um, the room will be comped now that the mission is over um, from the actual guild itself. Um, and the next morning, you guys wake up with a, uh, a nice, beautiful, sunny day. Uh, no rain. It is a little cold. Um, we're getting now closer to winter, so, you know, there's some, like, frost on the windows. The trees themselves are pretty much full-colored bloom. Uh, leaves are pretty much dead. There's leaves all over the, 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 uh, the roads and such. Um, just overnight. One, another role for teaching Kadath how to read and write. Mm -hmm. And two, while Arya's teaching Kadath, she would read the, um the journal thing that was given to her? Is there anything interesting? 
so the journal outlines uh, the, the travels of adventurers dealing with um, certain information about this creature that lives in this, this shade of darkness, uh, a group that uh, claims that it was uh, partially related to some of the blood of uh, the Graydon High family. Um, so a few adventures are a lot of travel, um, some issues uh, the, near the end with something known as a, a false hydra. <laughs> All right. bitch. Love it. Um, all right, so she's going to spend the rest of the time that she doesn't need to be trancing trying to write a song about this false hydra that they fought and how they figured out that it, that's what it was and how they killed it. That's the end of my stuff. Thank you. Edith will help if you'll allow him. She would absolutely like love to get assistance with that. He'll um use prestidigitation to help like put notes and if she says like hey this note needs to be this a little bit higher, a little bit lower, a little bit flatter, a little bit whatever, you know, just <laughs> sit there and mess with it because it's quieter than actually playing an all-out flute in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did Cadus wow. do with studying? Well, the 14, that's not too bad. 14's I don't think. pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty solidly. I'd, I'd say that you were, you basically at this point have learned under common, um, working your way into full common. Hey, um, you can read and write under common. Fabulous. Cool. You can puzzle your way through writings now. <laughs> Yeah, it ain't too bad. Is there anything else anybody wanted to do for the rest of the night? No. All right. You wake to a nice, shiny, beautiful morning. The sun will be free and open. Uh, the sky will be uh, slightly... Slightly on the dimmer side, because you, you're getting towards winter. Um, and there's going to be a breeze that's going to roll through the town. Um, very chilled, very, very cold. Uh, I will say that uh, you know you can get shopping done, you can get armor, all that kind of stuff. You have taken care of. Uh, the, the one issue is that, I mean, nothing is really going to happen. Um, not really. For the most part, that day will be boring. Um, I mean, it, I guess it depends on what you would consider boring. I mean, uneventful. People will be nice, happy. They'll wave. Uh, repairs will be started on the windmill. Um, people will thank you throughout the day for you know kind of stopping the goblins and, and figuring out what was causing issues with the town. Um, is there generally anything that you guys would want to have gotten done? during that day um i would have probably been helping with the windmill um just because that seems like a larger project that they could use the muscle and the height um 
and it also is probably the more complicated job, you know, with making sure that the gears are, you know, lubricated and nothing's broken. Kind of keep his mind off things, keep his mind on the mechanics and maybe uh, even make some suggestions with his proficiency in such um, mechanical things on how to improve the windmill. Other than that, I think uh, Soul would try to get, uh, really not corner, but wait till Arya's like not with the group to talk to her. Fabulous. She's probably spending this entire day working on that new song, so. She'll be trailing behind everyone for a portion of the time. So if she noticed that, she would, like, stop you a bit so we're away from the group. What can I do for you, Sol? You seem to, uh... be... what's the right word? Helping? with something or spending a lot of time with him well he is another half elf so neither of us really sleep good to have company oh I'm sure I'm fine with that it's just uh he's slow to trust people oh I never would have guessed just I guess I, I guess what I say is be careful. Don't he's just be careful with, with him. I'm not sure I follow. Thanks for the follow. He may not seem like it, but he's fragile. A lot has happened. And I'd rather not see him get hurt again. Well, I don't have any intention on hurting him. I I, I doubt it. I mean, I mean, I I know you don't, but it's just just trying to watch out for him. I'm sure he appreciates that. Unfortunately, I still I'm not quite following your meaning. That's no real meaning, just... I see, I see that he's... But, you know, like I said, he trusts you. And once you know that that's not something he gives out too easily. Well, I'm very happy to hear that he's found a friend in me. I hope to be better friends with you as well. It doesn't seem that you speak a lot. I don't... I only really need to speak when something when I need to say something. Uh, part of the that reason is growing up you weren't I wasn't really given much opportunities to speak to people. It was either say do this, do that or don't say anything at all, do your job. I talked more with Kadith than pretty much anybody. Well, hopefully after time of traveling with the rest of us, you'll 
be more confident speaking with us friends as well. Maybe. At some point I'll get you on a stage with me. Uh, that's... That's not really me. I'm more of a... What's the word? Chronicler? <laughs> I'll tell the stories that... Or the songs that you sing, but I won't be up there doing them. I'll keep that in mind. Maybe you can help me go through the journal that was given to me. Find something interesting and worthy of a song. I would like that. Don't know too much about music or that. Uh, but I always like to learn, so... Mm. Oh, don't, I also don't bring this up with, with Gative that I talk to you about it I don't want him to think I'm like hovering over him alright I won't say anything she'll then she'll just nod her head and walk forward Aria's not going to be much help. She's just going to work on her, continue working on her song. She's not strong. She's not great with any of that. So everyone else can go help the village uh, repair anything that needs repaired. It'll be practicing his whittling with his new whittling knife. Working on, uh, I don't know, a piece of wood maybe. She'll spend the day making finally getting around to me. So I'll be good. Do, do something nice for myself, tree chose. Well. Saying so will help if they need her help with anything. She's strong, so if they want her help on like the windmill or whatever, she'll help help out with that. After most of the day, um, the sun will go down. Um, the town will be quite thankful for everything that you've done. Um, I think you guys would probably earn an extra two gold, uh, but between silver here, silver there, kind of giving people some help. Um, and, you know, the, the village would, would kind of pay you for your time. And as you guys are back in the inn, um, maybe grabbing a bite to eat for dinner, uh, kind of taking... Uh, a drink. Um, I'd like everybody to roll a perception for me as you're sitting around the table. Hell yeah. If I can get my 14 for Soul, 19 for Rishi, 14 for Kadath, 11 for Ilo, 2 for Arya. With her minus so, 1. <laughs> everybody above a 12 will notice it. Um, there's going to be tapping at the window and a little kind of like from like the nose up a little goblin kind of like looking at and just like eh, tapping at the window uh, I'm going to kill him <laughs> where you see will glance over and then kind of look back at the table 
claro. Um, there's someone out there, but I did say that if I saw them again, that they would die. And I don't want to kill them, but I don't want to not fall, go through all my threats. So, bit of an impasse here. Maybe we should see what, why is he back? And if it's not a good enough reason, I'll kill him. You don't, I would prefer that you didn't. To the point where I would strongly prefer that you didn't. Ilo, Professor, um, you were the one that didn't threaten to kill, kill these things. Um, would you mind going to speak to, to them and see what the issue is and then maybe we can go from there? Of course. I think that would be the wisest decision based on our actions last night. <sighs> I'm just going to need some of our dinner. Just in case he's hungry. Or take some of the bread, but I'm keeping the, the actual entree. Where she'll kind of push his roll over. But perhaps that is why they keep coming back, is because we are giving them food. Not not to be too rude, but if you feed a stray animal, it keeps coming back. Well, let's not keep him waiting, then. Uh... I'm gonna tap softly. I'm gonna lean over Rishi in the in the booth and tap softly at the window. Sorry, you can't see. Tap softly at the window and then hold up one finger for one moment and uh, hold out some bread and then I'll leave the uh, in. Go around the back to where the goblin was seen and. How does he, um, or she, um, handle my approach? They'll back down a bit. Like, they're they're kind of, like, crouching, making themselves a little bit smaller. Um, uh, but once you approach, it'll, it'll... They're, they're promising our attack! You promise you won't attack. Oh, wow. You lie. Yes. Did someone attack Sorry, you? Uh, it will explain that uh, it went home and practically everyone was dead. Um, and there was a Another strangely colored skinned person like you guys had in your group. Um, who was still attacking his people. It, it ran away and, and kind of was surprised it survived. That wasn't us. 
How many people attacked? Uh, it'll explain one as far as it knows. Um, but as far as it knows, that person is still there in the camp. And it'll say, you you help these people. And it'll point to the town. You help us? I'm just going to nod and there'll be like a, a low grunt that I don't think my microphone will pick up. But um, I'm going to leave the, the the bread and the portion of my meal that I brought out. I'm going to say, find somewhere to hide. Somewhere not too close to town. The town is still worried from the damage that was done by the sky. It'll not. Um, I'll give him three silver pieces. And I'll tell him to use them in any way he can to provide safety for himself. And I'll use small words. And um, then I'll go back inside and to the group. We have another problem. Oh. Someone, and I can only say someone from what was relayed, has massacred the goblins in the forest. Okay. Should we go check to see if we can help? Or is it just not our problem? It could be a trap. A bunch of goblins. I don't think the goblins have that kind of intelligence to formulate that kind of ruse. I could be working for someone who does. I've never heard of goblins working for someone. If they are working for someone, or if they are not, this person still poses a threat. I mean... What purpose is it to slaughter just the goblins? I mean, at least these weren't doing nothing but stealing random objects. I know back in Whitegate, the relations between goblins and humanoids were strenuous at best. But out here, it just seems that goblins are people too. They deserve a place to sleep safely, a way to find their food that doesn't resemble scavenging 
If the goblins are left alone, the goblins leave people alone. Other people. I think no. it is where... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I'm not trying to be a martyr or anything, but if the problem runs deeper, well, the job's not truly over, is it? Yeah, that's something I was going to say. It's like, I, it could be that this could, this could be something more and it could put, like, it could even put the people in this town in danger. I fail to see uh, the relation to what is happening now and the past jobs but if if this is what you wish to do then I suppose I can tag along Arya, Cade, what do y'all think? I don't know. It's got me feeling uneasy. I think it's worth going to look. Even if we don't end up helping, making sure that it's not something that could harm the town would be a good idea. That I can get behind. Um, you said they were still there, Hilo? I don't know if Hilo actually said that, but... The person who was talking... The person who was doing the killing was said to still be in the town, the goblin town. Well, um, I guess since we know their location, we can go ahead and check it out, and, uh, I mean, I'm well-rested enough today that even if there's a skirmish, it should be okay to to do that, but hopefully there won't be. So we can go check it out tonight and then figure out what we're doing. Alright. Best not waste any time then, and he'll go to stand up from the booth again and kind of knock his thigh against the counter. Ugh. I'll pay for the food. You all make the necessary arrangements, whether it's armor or getting our stuff together. So, just so we all know, we got 27 gold and there's six of us and it's four gold apiece. And then four gold, five silver, about.
Thanks, Max. Yep. So just so that uh, I assume the the goblin would have told Ilo where the town was, like where they they were. No. Um, um, but as you guys are gonna exit to to deal with the situation, to think um, he's gonna kind of wave from an alleyway uh, to the left side of the building. Not alleyways. Please. Following a little creature that we just threatened into a dark alleyway, this seems like a great idea. I swear. I'll go first. Thank you. I'll be right behind you, Jade. Hit up the mm. mod and make his way over. Your help? Your help us? Sure. Yes. Lead the way. Michelle. 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 He'll just kind of, uh, kind of trot, kind of one of those little like ape runs where he's using his, his knuckles, um, kind of into the bush, um. The way will be fairly long, actually. Uh, probably about an hour outside of town. Um, you guys will uh, kind of come up across this uh, it's kind of clearing. You're, you're pretty much at the edge of the shoreline. You can hear the waves. Um, and there is this, this kind of free opening. Let me go ahead and give you guys a look here. Um, Along the way, did, did Ilo say that the goblin, like said, different colored person or something of that nature. Um, I didn't say that, um, but I will explain that as we're walking, the to to um, dispel the confusion that the goblin thought it was us who made the attack. Um, try to tie some loose ends together for the rest of the party. I'll explain. If we made those promises that we wouldn't attack and they thought we did, then in my mind, if I was a goblin, retaliation would be in order. Thus, we set things straight here and now. I don't want to be retaliated against. And neither do anyone in those villages. Do you want to stop him and have that conversation, or what's um, the plan? I think it was more so, of a walk while we Yeah, it was a walk and talk. Okay. Um, which I think is the, the perfect length to to get us to the goblin camp that we see. Well, um, as you guys do roll up on this goblin camp, there are several dead goblins, uh, puddles of blood below them. And this is the shoreline, so of course you're going to see a few things of their trappings. 
um, fishing kind of gear kind of everywhere. Uh, the tents uh, either kind of torn, destroyed. Um, there is a, a small fireplace, and standing by it is this humanoid thing, um, kind of wrapped in vines and thorns, and just... Um, it, it is to a degree humanoid. Let me go ahead and give you a look uh, at this here real quick. Um, can you see the thistles, the hands, the, the plant vines and everything. And kind of swarming uh, a little bit, a bit over the place, there are these lizards um, that seem to be kind of uh, bluish, uh, almost flame-like in, in the way they move and their flicker. Uh, but they, they travel in what seems to be packs little groups look like this. And they're they're just like biting, feasting on the goblins. Oh, little toothlesses. <sighs> oh, what should we do? I don't know about you, but they <laughs> look dangerous, and all of them look like they very quickly could encroach on the town. Yeah. Certainly doesn't look good. That is for sure. So, take them out? Try to. Do something. Um, is there any indication as to the, how do I tape it? How do I, how do I say it? Like the, like, does this, um, this feminine looking creature with the thorn and branches, does she look fae-like? Does she look like a demon or a devil? A, a mixture of both, uh, like a... Demonic in nature, but potentially nature-esque, like a, a, a tainted, a tainted creature, so to speak. Neither fully in both worlds. Okay. I'll communicate that to the rest and say, um, this looks like one of these realm bleeding situations. I really quick cast heart to heart on soul. I will cast armor of Agathis upon myself. And I will cast bless on to Gadath, Rishi, and Isla. Give me that D4, baby. <laughs> nope. I put it in the chat. Can't can't do the really loud woo. I will blow out microphone. <laughs> As you guys start prepping, the goblin will pull out his scimitar. Alright. So what's the plan? Are we running in guns blazing or can try to I was gonna say we could 
well, talking would be something, but would I have to be the one that does the talking? Is that I mean, probably... I could do it. I've got the heart to heart with souls, so but you would need to come close to revive me if I get knocked. <laughs> maybe I should. I've probably got the best defensive capabilities out of all of us. But do you have the best talking ability? The best. You know what? Just not me. I'm a little. little Honestly, I think if we want to try, if we want to try to talk, I think I'm our best bet. So it's up to you guys if we want to try to talk first, or if we want to just attack. Uh, yeah, is there like an arcana check or a check we can do to see if we know what kind of creature this is and like what, I, what it's? I was uh, gonna ask for like an insight check to basically yeah, see. Yeah, to see like if it's gonna be just automatically violent or if there's any reasoning <laughs> with something like this. You can definitely attempt it. If um, peace was ever an option. You can attempt it. An option. What would it be? Arcana? Uh, arcana, history, uh, oh. insight, up to you. Um, <laughs> Inside yeah, of eleven, uh, I got that D four. Arcana oh. of seven for Kadath. Well, do you get it on skill checks? Yep. Yes, you do. Eight total at the Kadath's Arcana. Not very good. Oh, saving oh, fifteen. Throws. Nice. 15 uh, it's it's, it's uh, uh, sorry. It's only for saving throws. Okay, I was also saying I thought it's it was a, attacks and saves. Um, yeah. Oh, I um, swore it was ability checks, but maybe that's guidance. So, uh, with an 11 and 7, respectively, uh, the insight will show that this, whatever it is, is tracking something. Um, it, it's taking a look at, at footprints in the sand and dirt. Um, it's kind of like uh, tasting the soil uh, to see if it can uh, kind of distinguish uh, whatever has passed through here. Um, and as it whistles, like these things that uh, are, are are kind of flurrying around, they'll, they'll like buzz and move and scurry, um, as if it, it pretty much orders this thing. Things plural. As these things are like little swarms. The Genasi has come through here. Wear clothes. Have have we come through here? No. Okay. She will take note, kind of look at the others, cock the crossbow. Um best we jump into action and uh Maybe ask questions later. Uh, I mean, and I can go in first and do do that then. Great, sounds like a plan. Do the initiative. Oh, initiative! There we go. Oh no. Three printer. 
16 pounds. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Oof. Yeah. It's okay. Only one of us will die. That's fine. That's fine. None of us are gonna die. Okay, none of us are gonna die. <laughs> I gotta move him down. He's not jumping out. I just can't put his initiative tracker in if he's sitting there. Uh. <laughs> I thought for a second the goblin heard, oh, we're gonna attack. Okay, woo! Actually, he, 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 he might. I actually might have to roll a wisdom. Oh, God. Oh, That's God. a 10. Oh, um, I, think, I think he'll sufficiently wait. <laughs> Recognize. Maybe let the big people go first. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, first up is the swarm. I think... Uh, they're going to converge. So that small swarm is going to kind of come back together and its full size will come through. Uh, soul. Okay. That might change things. Do, do, do. Let me see this. I'm gonna move. Here. And I'm going to have my trident raise it up, slam it onto the ground, and as, as I'm slamming it, I am casting Thunder Wave. Okay. It's a 15 foot cube from me, so that's roll. So that one's here. And then. I'll save there. So the swarm will take the damage. Oh, they, uh, they take half, but I. I'm also going to use uh, my channel divinity of destructive wave so instead of instead of nine they would they're gonna take six uh, 18 and the other one will take uh, nine I think okay. well um they are on alert now, um, and they did not like that. <laughs> also, if the swarm failed, they get pushed back 10 feet. Okay. Let me double check something here real quick. Perception, trying to fight swarm. Okay, cool. I need to make sure I knew it's resistance. Okay. So that... Okay. And... That is my turn. All right. Well, the first thing that's going to happen 
is this is this this is coming right up. Um we're gonna do two claw attacks at you. A sixteen and a nineteen oh. to hit. The nineteen hits. Alright, so you'll take four slashing, and then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Constitution. Alright. Nice. Uh, so you're good with the poison there. Um, it will then whistle, uh, and the swarm will become enraged and angered. Aria. Oh boy. Um... Am I able to cast spells from where I am, or do I have to get out from the trees? Uh, I, I believe you'd have to get out from the trees, because you'd probably hit a tree, tree trunk or something. Um, you okay. always move out, hit, and then move back. No, nah, no, nah, that's all good. Gonna come out here, and we're gonna cast Acid Splash. Mm -hmm. um, and take four... Um, I think that's going to be the end of my turn for now. Uh, 21 to save. Hang on. Your DC is 21, and thank God. <laughs> okay, yeah. <sighs> oh, good. She saves. How rude. Rishi. All right, why does she have advantage? She has an ability known as magical resistance. Uh, has advantage in all saving throws against any oh. spells or other magical effects. Got it. Rude. All right. uh, Rishi is going to slide forward. 15. Um, is going to shoot at her. I guess I can I can move here so I have a better line of sight, um, and I'm gonna shoot her with a crossbow. Um, um, don't want to get up close quite yet. That's twenty. You can do it. There you go. Thirteen to hit. <laughs> uh, so seven piercing damage. Uh, and I'm gonna look back at Ilo. Um, get in there, big guy. Uh, Ilo, have Bardic Inspiration. Okay. And that's... Uh, oh, wait, hold on, that was 20, 25, 30. <laughs> Go back into the woods! I'm right behind you, Rishi. Alright. Um, goblin, knowing nothing else. Full bore, dashing action. Um, oh yeah, the goblin gets the battle music. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I, I think that was pretty much its move. It, it can disengage and hide, but it doesn't get a dash action as a bonus. Uh, so it's just running up to this thing and then standing there, kind of dumbfounded. Uh, I oh, love it. Okay, I am going to start walking through these woods. Uh, that's 10 feet. 
and I am going to um, pull out an ivory wand, and I'm going to wipe the sweat from my hand and then place it on Rishi's shoulder, and I am going to say, keep him his safety. Cursed be to those who do not hearken to the words of this covenant. And I'm going to cast protection from evil and good. And then I'll move another 15 feet. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to draw a little circle as I slam my quarter staff this time into the earth, which will start to have little dewdrops just hover above the surface of the grass. And that'll be in this area here. And that's my turn. Good death. Okay, let's see how this creature has gotten up on his friend. He'll pop up. And he will start channeling some crackling magic in his hand and throw out a force-ridden tentacle at the, um... At the creature. Let's do an Eldritch Blast. And that's a nine and a hit. I mean, I'll give the bless a try. And no, uh, it's not going to hit. Oh, I forgot I was blessed. Yeah, you would have needed a max four for that to actually hit. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else you'd like to do? Nope. All right. Swarm's turn. All right, let's see. Uh, do, 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 two attacks. Oh no, don't um, the goblin. We're gonna fight the goblin. Oh, oh. goblin's dead. Bye. Um, <laughs> oh, thing. Wow. Bye. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, wow, we're gonna move the swarm. Where can it actually reach here? Yeah, we'll come back here. Um, and then Swarm will go after Kadath. Oh, that's the wrong monster. Uh, bite. 21 to hit. That'll hit me. How much damage does it do? 8 piercing. So I take 5. Or I have to take 3 because I have 5 temporary hit points. And it takes 5 cold damage. From, armor of, from armor of Agathas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the ice that was covering Kata's body will crack and fall off. You'll see the blue in their skin kind of brighten. We've activated their trap card. Uh, that'll end the swarm's turn, soul. All right. I think they got the the swarm, so I'll I will. Hmm. God, it's gonna be all the casters for assistant. I'm going to 
like hit like bang my shield against the uh the stump that's right next to us as it makes the the sound of the bell and cast toll the dead okay what save does it need against it? Is it a creature within range there's wisdom. bell around the target must make a wisdom saving throw uh, advantage uh eight oh. It'll take nice. five since it's t since it's missing hit points. Right. And a bonus action. I don't. Oh, you have it already rolls it. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think I'm I'm good there. All right. Uh, three skinner. Let's do our two claws against you directly. Oh, oh that's that a that's not advantage. Have... That's a seven oh. and a twenty-three. The twenty-three hits. Uh, four damage, and I need a con save, please. All right, let me subtract that. But while I'm rolling my con damage, I am going to make it that use my reaction to cast Wrath of the Storm. The attack of the creature within five feet of you that you can see if it hits attack, you can use your dexterity saving throw. Oh. Oh, okay, so it rolls a deck save? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a 23. Damn. I, I think it takes half, let me see. It uh, said that it takes half in the thing. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. So it takes six thunder damage. Sorry, I'm trying to keep up. Everything's being pinged here, so it's hard to... Claw, Claw, Wrath of Storm, 16 con save. Okay. Dex, 23, and then there was a Wrath of the Storm that went off. Cool. And then it was clicked again. Yeah. Um, my fault. Sorry. Right. My bad. All right. That'll end its turn, Arya. All right. Um, she's going to duck in here to be away from the, the swarm of things. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds on herself, but give all of the resulting hit points to Sol. And then yeah so you get five hit points back thank you um, but I think that that is everything I can do did that bloodstain just move, or did I just have a... Yeah, I, I added a bloodstain for the new goblin. <laughs> oh, I was like, Aww. did I just have, like, a very stroke or did a bloodstain? No, they like, they, like, ripped it apart, so, like, bloodstain. <laughs> I was also right. Someone did die. That's true. Anyone know whether changing sorcery points into a spell slot an requires action. an action? Okay. An yeah. It's just frustrating because it doesn't say in the. I think um... it's the opposite. 
to like convert them into sorcery points might be. You can convert spell slots into sorcery points, or sorcery points into spell slots, and it's a bonus action. Okay. So, Corey, if you'll let me swap my sorcery points for a spell, I'm going to do that as well this turn. Cool. I haven't played a sorcerer in so long, I just play wizard. Oh yeah, bonus action on your turn. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, in, it's under flexible casting if you yep, have that. I... Right, that's the end of my turn. Oh, okay. Uh, Rishi. Alright, uh, stow his crossbow and run up. and like basically go to draw his sword um, but as he draws his sword there's almost like a weird vacuum effect and as he draws it that vacuum explodes out and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on the swarm so they need to make a uh, con save for me Thunder Wave That's four. for me uh Oh, I'll cast it at level one. Uh, oh, a whopping six points of thunder damage. I cannot max my damage. Uh, but I will also push them back, uh, what, 10 feet? Or is it 15? spells. Yeah, that's what's it's 10. Okay, so push them back 10. And... I guess you get rid of the goblin. <laughs> that is my turn. Yeah. I love one inspiration. I'm going to move up beside. Ah, that's drawing another circle. I'm going to move up beside Soul, and I'm going to wrap my hands around the quarter staff and leaves will spiral up the wood and i will um try to jam it into the heart of this creature um casting shillelagh and hitting it with a quarterstaff with bless okay so that's a 12 plus uh, even if you rolled a one that was gonna yeah it'll hit Okay. Um, good to know. Um, I will. It, oh, it rolled damage for me, so that's five uh, magical for the purposes of overcoming resistance. All right. And um, um yeah, that's it. Okay, Kadeth. Uh, and it will look at this swarm, and in its collective minds, it will hear the sounds of terrifying eldritch voices ring through it as he casts dissonant whispers. Let me cue that up. And. 
So it needs to make a wisdom save. Seventeen. Jeez, Louise. Um, it still takes five psychic damage. Mighty wise. Kadith, whoa. It just it had a plus one. It just rolled really well. There are many minds. It is weakened. Kadith will step that way to. A, get a better view on this thing, and B, to make a bigger wall between Arya and the swarm. Okay. And it's the end of my turn. All right. Okay, so swarm's turn. Let's uh, move... Actually, gonna move right here. Oh. It can move through small areas yeah. uh, as, as small as the creature in space. Vice versa, <clears throat> it can actually also occupy areas of other players as well. And so, it is gonna use two bite attacks at Aria. Nineteen and a sixteen. They both hit. <laughs> oh, you don't have shields. Uh, that is nine. no, I don't. <laughs> 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 points of damage. I am down. Oh! <laughs> Don't you right. have a hard heart? Uh, yeah, but I'm still unconscious. Oh, okay. I just don't make death saves. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, sorry. I knew it had some sort of ability, which was helpful. I didn't know what exactly. Um, so... If someone heals Sol, Sol can choose to give me hit points, just like I can choose to give Sol hit points given to me. And neither, as long as one of us is standing, neither of us will do death saves. Okay, I will try to commit that to memory. Uh, okay, Sol? I can remind you. Hmm. Not good. Not good at all. I, I've got Aria. I've got it. Okay. I'm going to stab at thee with the trident. From the depths of hell, I stab at thee. Yeah. What do you want? Ooh. Nine piercing. Okay. And I don't. I only have one spell slot left, so we're saving it. So that's my turn. So at the end of uh, Saul's turn, since she was healed by Arya last turn, there is going to be a mode of light and dew drops that come from the edge of the ward. And that'll be my Light of the Hesperides that will increase Arya's healing to Soul by 4 HP. I don't know if you can transfer that to Arya with her you ability. Absolutely could. Does it count as like a secondary healing? Yes, it's it's, it's then, yeah. triggered by your spell, but it's secondary it's healing. It's a time thing. Then yes, and you can transfer that. I'll give her the whole four. Awesome. 
I don't need that ability. I'm so lost, but sure. We're just maneuvering hit like, points between the two of us. I'm, I'm trying to keep up, and I had to, like, it's, oh, God, my brain, like, halfway through that just, like, died. thing between a homebrew class and a third-party spell. Yeah. I don't know where yeah. Heart to Heart comes from. I don't know if it's homebrew or third party. It is what it is. Okay. Just my brain gave out halfway through, so I'm just like, <laughs> yes, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. I trust you to tell me what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So tree Skinner. Let's uh do. do, do... What would it be like here? We have seventeen HP if we're not level two. Like I only have sixteen. I think I think it understands magic and it realizes that the the circle might be a bad thing. So we're gonna go after Ilo. Twenty-three uh, and a twenty-four. Uh, um. Yep. Yeah, those will hit. Uh, six at twelve damage in total, and one con save, please. Okay. Well, I need to roll um, concentration too. So I'll roll yeah. for the poison. Um. First. That's a save. Okay. Um. Uh, and then. Oh. And a fail. You can bless that, though. Oh, yeah, I'll bless that. Well, I don't well think it I wouldn't have. even, even with yeah, max, it, would it wouldn't. Because that's for the second poison, so you still need yeah. to do your con save. For oh, oh, there's two poison saves? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it's it struck twice. you twice. Okay. So there's um, additional potential two D6s for each of those attacks if you fail. Okay. Um, let's do that uh, so how much damage do i take i take the 12 plus 2d6 12 plus 5 and then you'll be poisoned until the end of your next turn so okay you need to make two con saves one dc 10 both dc 10 yeah for concentration yeah um i'm just taking my damage now and then I'm gonna bless that. Maybe roll a four and it's oh. it's it's down. It's enough. So the protection from good and evil is down. Okay. I'll just I'll move the the ring over because I'm sure we'll need it again soon. Oh, the ring is still up. That's that's a yeah. different. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ilo's cast a spell on on me to protect me, ah. but now it's now that's gone. Yeah. Okay. This is all right. Well, that um, let's see. I don't think it has anything for free movement. Uh, do, 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 do. Just have it take a step back. Nope. And uh, that ends its turn. Arya. All right. I'm so glad that I'm up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cast inflict wounds. Uh, are you gonna stand up from front? Yes. Because I'm not planning on running, so I kind of have to. <laughs> I just want to make sure. You did phrase it as kind of a trick question. Does yeah. a 15 hit? Uh, 15 does hit. Okay. So then it takes 14 necrotic damage. It is... Oh, close to bloodied. Okay. 
How's the other thing looking? Speaking of closed door. Uh, what do you mean the other thing? Oh, the uh, the lady down here. Uh, yeah. not quite. Yeah. Hmm. This is not going very well for us. I mean, it, it's um, definitely taking significant damage. Both of them have, but they're they're just like a hair above it. Mm. I feel like I should be able to share that if they're that close. Can just have a cost healing word for myself. I think I'm gonna save my spell slot. <laughs> it's okay. I I only have two, and I'm trying to decide how I wanna <laughs> do this. Although... You can let me do offensive stuff. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, I have a plan. End of my turn. Alright, uh, Rishi. Okay. I'm sorry to do this to you, Aria, but my, my boy toy is in trouble. Seeing uh, okay. Ilo being hurt, uh, Rishi is going to, like, turn and do, like, dramatic, like, No! Um, and that is going to be me casting Healing Word at you, Ilo. Uh, okay. Why, why does it ask what spell level I want to cast it at? As if I have any other option right now than first level spell. Um, it doesn't they have a coded it like that for it to recognize yeah. what level you are. So, six. Roll 20, get on that. Ilo. Um, okay, six. And then, since my sword is already out, I'm going to turn and just slash um, at it with my attack, which I, Jay Snow, won't do much to a swarm, but you never know. Uh, eight will miss. I assume an eight will miss, yeah. Blast. Um, yeah. Oh! Even with a blast, well, it'll miss. I figured. I was going to say a 12 with a swarm. Yeah. Okay, that's, uh, that's my turn. Ilo. Okay, I'm going to uh, simply give up my action to palm a good berry and eat it. So that'll give me one. And then I'll end my turn triggering you don't wanna... Light of the Hesperides twice. Oh, it's for each one. Oh, you don't want to... Ah. And I'm down to one good berry. That's it. All right. Uh, Kadeth. Let's see. What will my maneuver miss? Kadeth will 5, 10, 15, 20. Move behind Arya. Eldritch Blast the Swarm. Okay. Oh! Bit. Nice. So it takes 13 force damage and it's pushed 10 feet away because of my repelling blast. It's my English teacher, you son of a bitch. Oh, fuck. Bye. <laughs> um, th then I'll move there. And that'll be the end of my turn. All right. It is bloodied. Uh, let's see. The swarm. 
uh, we'll we'll just go ahead and, and take a couple attacks at Rishi. 16 and 19 to hit. Those will check. Yeah, those will both hit. And I also don't have shields. I don't think bards get shields. Eight points of damage. Eight. All right. Ow. And then it will buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> oh. Mm. Y'all, y'all got that. I, I, I believe we're, in y'all. We're doing okay. Yeah, take care of your thing. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, I, from the same quote before, I stab at thee. It just looks at you confused, like... Reroll? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's all for me. Yep, that's all for me. Uh, tree... Um, yeah, I guess it's gonna go for you again. So let's do a, a 13 and a crit. Oh! Um, so 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 points of damage, and I need a con save. Alright, let me take away the two and two con saves. Oof. That's not good. It should just be one con save. Oh bless. I didn't give myself bless. You blessed us though, so you gotta uh, concentrate it. Well, oh. depending on how much I take from this poison, y'all might not have bless anymore. Y'all don't have bless anymore. Damage. Boy, this is certainly something. <laughs> okay. Aria. I I can technically heal if you want to casting a spell. One more. Thank you, muted. Oops. Um, I really want to heal because I only have four hit points and Sol is down. <laughs> so we might yeah. need both. Uh, I'm going to cast oh. Cure Wounds. You don't have healing word for yourself? I do, but I think I'm going to have a better chance with Cure Wounds to get more health than with healing word. Um, and for now, I'm going to split that between the two of us. So, uh, Sol, I might give you five and take four. All right. And that would be the end of my turn. Rishi. God, I just action economy. Um, okay, so Rishi is going to turn at look at Soul, um, who did just get healed a little bit, and I assume like gas back to life for a second. Uh, yeah. Come on, you gotta get back in here. Can't can't have this. Um, and I'm gonna cast Healing Word at Soul. Um, First level. Yep, that's everything I can do. Oh, get that. Minimum healing, soul. Um. I appreciate it. 
And then point slide here so that I am in and use my action to attack. Right. That uh, please stop taking damage, everyone, including myself. Is all we got. Fifteen hundred. Okay, uh, eight piercing. All right. And Anything else? That's movement action, bonus action. Really maximizing my action. Ilo. All right. I'm going to shillelagh again. This time the vines at the end of my quarterstaff are going to bloom into these brilliant yellow flowers. And um, I'm going to, again, stab at the... <laughs> um, with uh, a shillelagh quarterstaff. And right. I think that's... So I'm going to need to bless that. You're not blessed anymore, but you are inspired. Ah, I'm going to take that inspiration. The C6, right. right? Yep. So that'll be that a 13 that meets the arm class. So go ahead and do okay. the damage. Okay, that'll be seven magical damage. I've done my job. <laughs> Anything else? Um... That's my action, so I don't have any crazy disengage actions. So, um, nothing. I'm just going to, um, continue to channel good nature energy into this perverted nature sinister demon chick. Alright. Good death. Look at this stupid swarm that is being an absolute menace. And uh, coming forth from his hands will come another Eldritch Blast. This time it'll be a line of force surrounded by seagulls. He knows that birds do not like or birds like bugs. Oh. 17. 17 for what? It, uh, Lily makes misclick. Oh, wrong, the, wrong. Yeah, thing. I'm um, trying to open my spells to read through them. My bad. Um, I, I saw that same thing, I was like, who? 16 uh, to 16 hit. God, come on. For three force damage, and click, he gets pushed back 10 eye. feet. The eye in the circle opens it's up. It's not opening it. Like, it refuses to... Like, the button's not working. Oh. I, never mind, I've got nothing. Then. Uh, it gets pushed back 10 feet. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to... A lot going on in roll twenty. Yeah. Okay, we'll move to an intercepting point, even though it doesn't seem well. Actually, hold on a second. That was five feet of movement. 10, 15, 20. Just get in the circle, man. Twenty-five. Thirty. Get behind it. So if it tries to move away to get to you guys, I can at least slash at it with my dagger. Okay. I don't have healing, so, um... Um, uh, I'm fine. Uh, it will take a slash. Alright. Oh. Let me do my attack of opportunity. Uh, 12. 12 missed. Not 
blessed anymore because soul is down. Not hashtag blessed. Are roll. And then we will attempt to bite Rishi. Oh. Pretty sure both of those ones. Rishi will miss. I don't know about Arya. Well, Arya's is thirteen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Barely> <laughs> Soul. Okay. Let me see. I don't think it's a bonus action. What nope. is the bonus action? I was gonna do bless again, but I think we need to take this thing down. Nah, just DPS. Yeah. So I'm going to try to stab at thee one more time. Eleven will miss. Dang it. That's my turn. Uh, you get healed twice. Twice, yep. Cool. Max on that one. Sixteen and... Yep, I'm back at full. Thank you. Nice. You can no give leftovers? to <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you I... have any leftover hit dice you can get, uh, hit points? That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Let them go to waste. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I will give four, the last four, to Arya. Thank you. That's all I need. I can't really take that much. I've got eight out of 16. Okay. <laughs> and that's my turn. My plan worked. This person will uh, kind of step over this this tree trunk, which is freshly cut, wood still living. Um, and it will use meld with wood and teleport through wood. Uh. And it will be gone. Screw this thing, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that will make it Arya's turn. Uh, yeah. Um. Try to figure out what I want to do. Uh, we're gonna... We're gonna have Poison Spray. So I need DC 13 oh. con. God. We did max damage, now it just needs to fail its con just save. Needs to fail. <laughs> Please, that's a great roll. Nope. Or he's rolled 16 I've, for like everything. Like, I really oh. wish that my favored by the gods feature I could use to give other like give other people the negative 2d4 to remove it from people's total. It's... Can you not? No. I can only use it for my rolls. So if I fail a saving throw or miss an attack roll, I can roll 2d4. But because it's not an attack, I can't use it. So rude. Not of the like, uh, Does it take half or anything? No, it's a cantrip. Ah. I am out of spell slots. Um, oh. Okay. Uh, Rishi's just gonna do the one thing that he can do. Uh, and. Rishi should have some good berries from my last night's casting. Okay. I mean, I'm. Fine, I don't want to spend an action just so to should eat one. Um, I'm gonna s just slash at it for for now, and just hope to God that I don't regret 
not healing myself. Um, I assume that will miss. Um, I'm gonna kind of look at Kadith, uh on your toes, uh, and you get my last inspiration. Isla? Okay. Um, Corey, would it be too much trouble to put a 10-foot aura around me? Um, I have um, blind fighting. And I don't know where this thing is. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to move up here. That's 10 feet. Do I see anything? Yeah. Um... Actually, uh, how does blind fighting work? It's only the range of the 10 feet and range is effectively isn't behind total cover, even if you're blind in the darkness, wherever you can see invisible creatures. Yeah. So the way that it's worked, yeah, you can see them. I didn't know if it had anything to do with like things that were flying, and yeah, but no, you're good. It's not like tremor sense or anything. No, so I don't I don't see the the um, no, you see the open thing that disappeared, though. Oh, no, not here. No. Okay. Um, I'm going to move that here, and I'm going to take a... I'm going to drop my quarterstaff and then swing out my greatsword in a big, flashy manner, which I know always gets me a natural one, except when I say it, Will. <laughs> Simply don't miss. Simply don't miss. Yeah. Um... So that's going to be a great sword attack. Or 23 to hit. Simply don't miss. Nine damage. Alright. Yeah. This, how is this nuisance swarm looking? It is bloodied. Badly so. Bloody. I mean. All right. Oh, it's been bloody for a minute. Put an eldritch blast again at it this time with mouths that are laughing, swirling around the blast. Hit it for six force damage and push it ten feet away. Okay. And then I will follow up. I'm moving up to there. Right, bunch up. Alright. The tree cast fireball. It will bite it to death. Crit oh. and a 19. Fun. Inspiration did anything. <laughs> I'm fine, guys. So that's uh, 11, 18 points of damage. Yep. I had 19 points left, so. Wow. Step I'm fine. Step into the circle and eat a good berry. <laughs> so? Water check. Wow. Good call. I'm, Gosh. I don't I'm have not... any on me right now. Yeah. 
Okay. After seeing that, I kind of just want to do something stupid. She's going to lift up the trident, hold it out, and throw it at the thing. At just the swarm? Yeah. Okay. You can the trident can be thrown. Can't be thrown. Big cool girl, do major damage. You got this. Put a string on it so you can pull it back. 17 will hit. Cool. Alright. Major damage. You, you skewer one of the, the many creatures to a tree. Uh, as. I should feel cool, but I was like hoping it would kill it. But oh well, bonus action, my last spell slot, I'm going to cast Healing Word at, at Cade. Okay. Get the big old three. And Sweet. Four that'll, <laughs> that'll be my turn. Okay. Can I use a bonus action to grab Soul's trident out of the uh, tree? Uh, to pull it from the tree, you'd have to use uh, athletics. Which would uh, end up being an action. Yeah. Uh, DC's fairly small. Right. Like I wouldn't even need to make you roll, but it would be an, an action to... Yeah, I wanted to take the disengage action, so that doesn't, that doesn't work. I wanted to be able to disengage and bring Soul their weapon back. Um, poison spray again. Get that twelve. Yeah. You watch. I'll do it this time. It'll be a one. And it'll fail. It's and, and, uh, oh, I was gonna mm -hmm. say that's when Corey will yeah fail just so it can take one damage. Six isn't bad. Six is on it. Con save. Let me. Con save three. Okay. Take the six. I mean, how you want to end it? Shit! Alright. It's a raid can right now. Yeah, so again, she makes her usual little bubble, but this time pops the bubble and sprays them with a poisonous mist, and their wings start to dissolve and all of them fall to the ground. Mm -hmm. Love it. So happy. Now, where's the other one? They're gone. Um, just uh, for to 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 try to quickly answer that question, um, as a as a former druid, can I make an Arcana check to to see if I know how far that teleportation ability could possibly have brought her sure okay this is a nine a nine um you do know the max range uh potentially depending upon what level spellcaster they are or how attuned to nature they are the max range is a hundred miles okay that's uh that answers the question well enough um Because obviously I can't divine how far she actually moved. 
but uh It's it's definitely not it's so like whatever ability she used isn't just druidic, it's it's druid mixed with like a little bit of fey and this this weird like demonic boost to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. No, I know I was I was very happy with that answer. Just knowing that she could be very far away and probably probably escape escaping rather than trying to ambush us. Um it seems that we're not an equal match for her alone. Uh, Rishi is looking around where she was standing, um, having a little bit of suspicion uh, based on what she said before we engaged. Do I see similar signs um, that would point me in a direction? Yes. Um, uh, go ahead and give me a... Uh, let's do either investigation or perception. Let's see how much you get. Uh, but there are definitely signs. Uh, I'm going to roll perception because it's my better skill. 21 for perception. So... Uh, it's it's been a while, uh, but there are uh, definitely footprints uh, tracking somewhere closer to the shoreline. Um, there looks to have been, as you can kind of see down below here on the map, there was two boats, uh, but those footprints lead to the boats themselves um, and then into into the sea. Um, Another thing that you're going to find is uh, like a um, berry that is uh, only found in your home realm. Okay, Rishi will grab it, slip it in his pocket, and just kind of turn back to the group. Hmm. So... Is this matter sufficiently taken care of to your satisfaction? I mean, it looked like she was looking for something and she ran away. I don't see why she'd come back to the village. Yes. And whatever she was looking at, looking for, seems to Oh no, you froze. You froze? Yeah, I don't know if it was just for me, but I didn't hear what you said. Oh, uh, whatever she was looking seems to have taken off. Yeah, so she'll keep following whatever that was, and everything will be fine here. Certainly. An assumption and implication to make. Yes. I feel absolutely awful. I could go for a good night's sleep. 
uh, yes, I, I do too as well as she pulls out her trident. And as much of a lovely campsite as this would be, uh, I think maybe we should go back to town where the uh, amount of goblin corpses less yes I agree I would like that very much so uh, about an hour of travel you guys will make it back to town um, once you guys kind of reach the area you head up to your room um, and there will be pretty much everything the way you left it, uh, besides a letter on the the cot or or the area that Rishi was sleeping on. Oh, Rishi will carefully pick it up. Is it written on, or is it just like a folded up letter with nothing on the outside? Uh, it is. It is written on. Um, it's a, a very familiar handwriting that says Gone South. Okay. Uh, Rishi will fold that, put that in the same pocket as the berry, um, and just kind of sit on the bed and uh, give a meaningful look to, to Ilo. Rishi? <sighs> this is an inopportune time. Things, but sometimes opportunities come and you have to take them. Can I read it? Till hand the envelope over letter yeah it's his I'd prefer to not do this alone this time Rishi, you have a... You're as headstrong as your mouth if you thought I was going to let you do it alone. Uh, Rishi will basically immediately hop down from the cot, um, start putting stuff in bags, um, and then we'll walk over... Uh, grab the letter and start writing something of his own that I have not written. I don't have anything right now. I'm going to start penning some letters too. Alrighty, everybody. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us in this final episode for today. Um, we will see you again next week. Um, 
I want to thank Sirenscape for the music, the background sounds, all that. That was really nice to have in combat. And there's a plane flying above me, so I apologize. Um, I want to thank Cobalt Press for making Times of Beast Creature Codex. Uh, one of the creatures used today is a variant from one of their books. Um, if you haven't checked them out, go ahead and do that. Uh, if you're interested in Sirenscape, there'll be a link in the description of our pod, uh, Podbean episode and uh, potentially our YouTube video. Um, but if you, you know, check check out our links, use our link tree, check out uh, Sirenscape, um, they're really great. Uh, anyway, um, I think that's it for us. Uh, we will see you guys again next week. And remember, keep your opportunities open. Hi everybody, I'm Corey, I'm the DDDD Dungeon Disaster Director DJ. I'm here with the group and a new uh, member to the podcast. Let's go ahead and say hi. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> and then let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Let's start with Rook, you know the way. Um, I, I do. Can you give her a little bit of a taste? I gotcha. Hi, my name is Alex and I am currently playing Rook, the pointy-eared half-orc paladin. Is that my turn? <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Sierra, <laughs> is that what you want to go by online? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, my name is Sierra. I play the half-elf character named Arum. She is a bard. Now, last we left off, uh, the episode uh, for you guys listening was uh, kind of designed that... Rook uh, took a sidestep from the party for a bit because you you had some personal things. Yeah, I, I was um, so doing stuff. Yeah, so we figured to bring somebody in. We're going to do a little side episode, um, and and trying to do a kind of quick introduction, which will help uh, Sierra's character kind of meet the party uh, and have somebody kind of backing them when they join the party. So let's start off that morning right you said you got up and you kind of went and did your own thing let's uh yeah. let's start to, what would you like to do first okay um uh, forgive me it's been a while since i've been in character um i think rook woke up that morning and just kind of needed to be on her own for a bit um so they would have wandered off uh i think the first thing that she's gonna do is go visit the cow that she wanted oh, the, cow. the cow she okay. she very much wanted to see this cow um that the the farmer whose name is briefly escaping me let me open my notes um the the, the cow's name was missy at drew pickens farms yeah so she's gonna go visit the cow and then uh kind of just wander around the city seeing what she can find that might catch her interest anything that um i, I think in this point, she's trying to focus a little less on the current situation and more on her own needs. Anything that might pique her interest in terms of her patron or maybe something else. So let's start with the whole visiting the cow situation. Yes. Um, it's it's probably going to be really early in the morning. Yeah. Um, you you might actually see uh, kind of Drew on the porch and then his son... Kind of working the fields. Uh, they're not going to yeah. say anything to you. Uh, people come by, see the farm life all the time, or 
their pet or feed. And for them, it's it's a great deal because every little bit that goes to the animal uh, is, is less they have to feed it. So they welcome that kind of a situation. Okay, cool. And she'll kind of like nibble on your clothes. You know, she's not tamed by like full means. Uh, she's kind of like an open field roaming cow. Of course. Um, you know, but eventually, you know, you, you say goodbye and then you, you kind of wander town. Can I get a perception from Brooke you, while going through town? Absolutely may. Uh, give me just a second to open my character sheet. Do, do, do. Uh, uh, my beard's uh, getting fluffy again. It is. It's getting fluffy. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, so you're going to notice uh, a familiar sight. Um, it is a cat. Black fur. Same marking. And it's going to be sitting to the side of the road, to the left side, uh, as you come down the market. And you've got, like, the tavern over here. You've got all the other buildings kind of down that row. And then on the side, you've got the the, uh, the stores, the general store, all that. And then the painting store. And it's going to be sitting right there in front of the painting store. And it's going to wait. It's going to see you. That, that very blasé, like, yeah, I, I'm looking at you kind of cat look. Mm. And then it's going to saunter and, and kind of twirl and then head out of the exit gate of the town. Really? Okay. Um, Rook will once again clock Oh, Cat is in front of painting store. Huh. Um, but this time she won't go to the painting store and uh, she's gonna follow the cat. Can she? Um, oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, okay. You'll be able Last to... Sorry. So, it's gonna keep its way ahead of you? Um, it's not going to let you catch it directly. Um, like, at most, you'll get within 10 feet of it. Kind of like yeah. that stray mentality of, like, you can get close, but you're not getting that close. Yeah, and she's not trying um, to catch it. She's just following along. She, I, I think by this point, Rook has figured out that cat might be a divine omen as opposed to a cat. As you, as you wander, you're going to start counting the minutes. Right, because uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna get to a point where this cat is continuing out of town mm. in a very direct manner, um, and it's 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 like walking. If you like lag behind, it'll sit and wait, and it'll walk again. Um, and it's almost as if it's leading you somewhere, but mm -hmm. the general walk is gonna take somewhere about twenty five minutes. Okay, she keeps walking. Eventually, you're going to come to this this point uh, outside of town. There's a small forest. And to the left of it, there's going to be this uh, kind of narrow walkway that kind of goes down into a divot, which then into a crevasse. And it just dips down into this, this like very thicket of trees that kind of goes probably about a mile or two. Um, but it is a thick forest, and that cat is just going to head down the path. Okay. Rook will pause, I think, at the entrance to that crevasse. Kind of glance around, see if this seems dangerous at all. You can uh, roll an insight. Second, it closed. Uh, 
wrong way all day. Okay, that would be a 14. Consistency. You... So it's it's not 100% safe, right? So, like, there is the feeling that you could easily run into uh, your your standard wolves, uh, maybe a dire wolf, uh, an owlbear, maybe, perhaps. Mm. And as you kind of sit there on the edge, you don't... F- it's too small for a dragon, right? It doesn't have enough territory. And it's too small for any large behemoth or, or beastie like a T-Rex. There's just not enough food in this kind of an ecosystem. So with that, I mean, it's up to you to feel if you feel comfortable. I think she's probably fine. Question, though, and I realize this relates to last campaign, are there T-Rexes in Tavilia? In certain places, but not here. Okay, cool. Um, I just... My last character was a big fan of dinos, so I just wanted to make sure. I... I think in the past history, probably in the last thousand years, um, the creatures have gotten too big for the Grangle Jungle. And so every once in a while, you might see a roaming herd of, of certain dinosauric creatures. Oh, um, and cool. with that comes predators. Um, so, tiny bit of Jurassic Park out there. Um, okay, cool. I will turn off the Callisto and go back to being Rick. <laughs> <laughs> like dinos! And I care a lot about dinos. Um, okay, so... Um... I'm assuming the cat is just sitting there waiting for me. Uh, the cat has actually made its way into the forest. Um, and... It has actually gone out of eyesight for the first time. Really? Uh, okay. Rook will kind of glance around, decide it's safe, and just mutter to herself in Elvish. Well... You haven't uh, led me astray yet. Much. Might as well. And she'll keep walking. Towards where the cat had been going, at least. So you will kind of follow down this path. And you'll you'll be looking out for this, this cat, but no sign of it. The forest is going to be, at this point, uh, let me check what what uh, time of year it is. Double uh, check. It's like Make autumn? It. Very early autumn? Yeah. So you've got several different colors of leaves coming down. The The whole floor of this place is, is just littered in color. Uh, the trees themselves are a vibrant orange and red and, and, and like brownish. It is just... Uh, a cup of, of, of pumpkin spice coffee out here. I love that. Okay. God, that's very As... specific. <laughs> You're gonna come to a small, just like opening, uh, not like a, a clearing or anything. Just, just like a small little, enough to have like a, a chill with your friends, but nothing like big enough to. And there's gonna be weird parts about this. The trees in certain parts are going to be gray. Um, the bark has no color. Uh, the leaves withered and dead. Um, and there's spots all over this place. Just weird, weird situations. Kind of like in my dream? Where the trees had withered, I believe? To a degree. Okay. But they're very concentrated. 
Roll me, uh, roll me a perception. Absolutely. Natural one. That's natural one, which is two. Um, yeah, you're not going to catch it. Um, it, it. It's everywhere. You're not here, though. Okay. Kind of look around. I don't think she's quite stupid enough to risk touching it. But it was definitely something she'd consider. Um, and then she'll speak up in, I think, common this time and say, Are you here, my lady? I, I, I don't know what to call you. Hello? You won't Giddy? hear an answer. Okay. You'll Just... see a light through the trees. Uh, it's kind of dancing. Very fast and rapid. So Rook is kind of like a moth with light. She's going after it. Okay. Uh, well, at the, at the very least, she'll like look at it and then go after it. So if, if it does something when she looks at it. I don't know. You it, have I mean, a it's... book open. It does seem small. I mean, it's not a humanoid size. Um, it's maybe the size of a baseball, as far as light goes. Okay. Um, and by the time you reach it, it looks like this. Okay. Some kind of look at it. Um, hello. As, uh, what? What are you? doesn't seem to be able to communicate, but it, it, it kind of sparkles in a way. Um, it leaves this, this like glint residue behind. And it's almost like a streak that runs through the sky. And it's, it's You know when you used to take the glow sticks at night and you just run them through the sky really fast because they'd write something? Yeah. That's basically what this thing's ability is to do. Huh, okay. It's going to kind of motion and make an arrow in a certain direction. What's and then it's going the, to sit down. What's the direction? Did it go in the direction it just pointed? Deeper into the forest, yeah. Okay. Rook is this stupid. She's going to follow the arrow. So the land itself, uh, as you get deeper, is going to become more discouraging. The trees are going to start wilting more. The The areas of effect of this situation is going to become bigger. Um, can I get you to roll me... Let's do straight intelligence. Okay. Oh, no. I picked the you, wrong one. You picked the dump stat, yeah! That's a four. That's a four. Okay. Um, no, you're not going to be able to get it. Yeah, no. no so we're going to take a break from you. Okay. Um, Sierra. Um, how uh, how do you pronounce your character's name? Arum. 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 Let's say she's been wandering a bit. Right? And you, you've made your way down south towards Graydon, but just outside of a, a village. Uh, there are several thickets of, of 
you know, trees and such. And, you know, kind of as you've been moving through the area, you've been noting, sp noticing sporadic reactions from animals within a very particular clump of forestry. Um, it's kind of concerning, right? Because they're, they're in a situation where predators are moving from one ecosystem to the other. It's not natural. It's not normal. Um, well, it is, but it would mean that there is something severe happening in that forest. Would she be interested in trying to go figure that out? Oh, yes. Okay. If something's happening in, in the, the woods, she's going to want to try and see what's going on. Okay. Have Have you kept in contact with the owlbear? Or has it been... Or is it in only oh, in the owlbear is basically her adopted mother, so... Okay. So does that mean the owlbear kind of has their own territory somewhere else? And you're... Yeah. Okay. All right. So kind of heading into that forest, um, you're going to come the opposite way. So you're, you're outside of, of town coming into this thicket. And for the most part, there's really nothing going on. But the deeper you get you start noticing things. Um, nature has a certain balance to it. Uh, it's believed that there is magic in all things. Um, however minute. Doesn't mean that we can all control it, but it does mean that in order to live, everybody needs a bit. And there are things that just aren't connected to magic in here. And it shows because they're dying off. They're turning brown and black and, and losing color. That was my wife. Um, nature itself seems to be suffering. But from what you see here, there's, there's no telling what's causing it. that interest you in any way yeah because uh one of um her ideal thing. no her bond an injury to the unspoiled wilderness of my home was an injury to me so it's definitely interesting her a lot would she be interested in going deeper into the forest to potentially oh. Roll me, let's, let's roll a survival check um, for the both of us, actually. All right, 10 for Rook, 18 for Sierra. Sierra, you're going to be fine. Um, Rook, the deeper you go, and of course the worse things look, and then... There's going to be a patch where everything is concentrated in the center. Everything that was kind of sparsely populating the forest is kind of in this pocket somewhere deep inside. So you're looking at thick vegetation. You're looking at uh, abundance of rabbits and, and, and foxes. And like, so the ecosystem is really, really compact here and it's not natural. Mm. As you uh, are kind of making your way around the corner, you're going to feel something. Um, 
And you're not going to know it until it's too late because its ability is to look indistinguishable from any other plant life until uh, once in vicinity. Yep. You're going to feel vines uh, kind of wrap around your, your shoulders, your chest, your neck, uh, and quickly kind of heave you off the ground by five feet. Um, almost as oh. if you're being lifted up to, to be uh, hung. That finds this creature. Oh no. This is this creature. There it is. They're still in 5e. Okay, perfect. I haven't used these in forever. I think um, I know what you're doing, but I hope that I don't. Because I know if it is what I think you're doing... Oh god. Those so uh, it is going to constrict you. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have uh you react and then I think Aram is going to come around and witness this sight. Uh somebody this large character and I'll let you do your description of your character. Okay. Um but it's going to attempt to constrict you. Uh, let's, let me roll this. Thanks, do, do I need to contest at all? Oh, no. It, um, it caught you by surprise. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what that roll was for, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. surprised. That is a crit. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. That tracks. No. No, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna say it has disadvantage okay I, I'll take a so, crit not from challenge rating 3 you're not okay fair enough I think I know what this at, is now you're looking at 4d6 plus 4 um and then an extra 66 poison damage oh yeah no, uh, and that's not that. doubling the poison damage from critical okay yeah, no, I would die. Um, okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're, it's you. it's a feeblement. It's not going to get the poison, but what we'll do is we'll do just the base um, 4d6. Yeah. Because it's not a full-grown assassin fight. Oh, it's not what I thought it was. No. Wow. These Brooke are, knows these are, nothing. These, these lived all the way back from, like, second... 3.5 edition. Like, these were no, my bread and butter as a DM. I, I got you. Taking it out of character because I know Rook knows nothing of what's happening. Um, I thought you were doing a hangman tree. No. I, yeah, okay. Cool. But I'll look I love that up hangman later. trees. Um, I love hangman uh -oh. trees. They're great. <laughs> they're higher. They're higher. Oh, no. Um, okay. I'm still conscious, but not by much. Okay. Um... As this happens, as this is, is strangling you, the, 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 like vines are wrapping and tightening. Uh, Go ahead and give a description of your character to Aram. Okay. Um, well, at this exact moment, she's not doing very well. Um, but the person you see in front of you, uh, I think the first thing you'd notice is just size. She is uh, six foot nothing. Um, she is what appears to be some kind of half orc. Um, but gray skin as opposed to the typical green, um, and kind of weirdly pointy ears that I don't know if you'd be able to see underneath all the vine cover. Um, 
I know she's got her eyes closed, so I don't think you can see those. Um, but she's wearing plate armor. Uh, just very basic. This is for function and function alone. Um, but you, you might recognize it as Noveskin guard armor. Uh, and then her hair is braided up into this kind of fancy, just very quickly done, but still kind of nice, uh, updo with these peacock-colored uh, streaks in it. And she is currently choking for her life. Uh, and not having a great time. And she's wearing a very nice cloak. That's important. She's wearing a very nice teal cloak. It's probably getting ripped to shreds. So. Um, I, I think it's leaving your cloak alone. The, the I mean, there might be some holes from the spikes because it is, it, it is feeble, but it does have poisonous spikes that aren't mature yet. Oh, okay. Oh, I just saw the art. Oh, that's a pretty boy. Hello, yeah. plant. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's nice that it's leaving the cloak alone. But yeah, no, so, I'm, I'm uh, choking for my life. Reaction-wise. Yeah. Let's have... Uh, you go. Okay. And then Aram, you can react to the situation because i think at this point you're, you're at least due a chance to try to escape yeah um rook is immediately going uh, uh can't speak i would assume because being choked um but is gonna reach for the flail at their side um i don't know if she can get it uh but if she can she's gonna try and just hit the ever-loving crap out of whatever is behind her yeah, so you're not restrained. Uh, so I'm that's not good. Restrained. So you can still, yeah, you're just grappled. Oh, okay. um, which means your speed is reduced by zero. Um, uh, cool. Then I'm going to uh, take a flail attack. Um, and if it hits, we'll figure something out. Give me a second. An eleven. Uh, that's eleven. Will miss. Okay, so I imagine uh, she she kind of grabs it by the chain as opposed to by the handle because she can't quite reach the chain with how she's positioned uh, and tries to smack it and just completely swings wide. She would curse if she could. Art, what would you like to do? Uh, well, seeing that there is a partially visible person hanging out of what she knows to be strangling her forest, uh, she's gonna go and take a swing at it with her longsword near the base of it, if there is a base, to try and cut it down right. off of whatever it's hanging on to. Okay. I'm trying to remember how to do this. Sorry, it's been a minute. You good? Do I just click it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Have that. Long nice. sword with a seven. Well, that will miss. Um, let's let's say you 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 strike at a few vines that you think are kind of clumped to the base. Okay. They're not actually 
living. Um, so they just kind of crumple. Um, because these things are indistinguishable. Um, hard to tell which ones are living and which ones aren't. Let's... Uh, attempt to constrict one more time. Alright. Go. I mean, it could be worse than a crit. You get another crit. If I get another crit, I'll bite my own toe. No, 12. That's which I believe sudden. misses. Uh, 12 would miss, yes. Uh, I have an armor class of 18. Yeah. Your yeah. turn again. Alright. Uh, she doesn't have magic yet, so she can't do anything cool like that. Um, would I be able to see the the person who's trying to chop down this tree? It's not a tree, it's yeah, mine. So. Okay. Yeah, because like, she's pulled a sword out, she's attacked. I don't think you're hiding yeah. it for him, are you? No. Yeah. He's trying yeah. to free you, that's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious if I can see her. Um, but, okay. Uh, Rook will try and get a proper grip on the flail, see you, and kind of spit the vine out of her mouth and go, Whatever you do, don't hit me! Um, and then she's going to try and, uh, once again, whoopa, uh, at this vine. Let's see. That's a ten. That is worse. Uh, maybe you'll smack another uh, another vine just kind of hanging by and it, it just falls limp um, yeah it's tricky it's hiding oh yeah that's not fun um, <laughs> arm I, I will try not to and then she'll take another swing at it that's an accent oh my god what is going on It's going to strike at you one more time. That's an 8 to miss. Yeah, that's um, And then I'm going to roll a 1d100 to see if it procs. It's proc. 52. Oh, that's above a 50. So, in the middle of this whole situation, there's going to be this black orb that is going to appear near the base of the tree. Um, and you'll hear the assassin like squeal from it. Um, it'll... Almost be transparent in a degree, but it is thicket in necrotic energy and and just like a black swirl and veins of smoke. Um, it is going to deal two d twelve necrotic damage to this thing. Thanks, mom. Uh, I don't know if that's my mom. So it's going to deal yeah, sixteen damage to this thing. Um, this. This assassin vine is going to let go of you from the pain. And, I mean, both of you will get an attack of opportunity, but it is going to attempt to crawl up the tree and away through the, the tree canopy. Um, up to you. Okay. I'm going to smack it. I right. can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Smack that. Uh, nope. That's a one. Six. Yeah, 16. that one. Love it. Alright, 
Sweet. Swing, swing. Thing scurries. And it, it, it disappears into the canopy. I don't always. Once I got a nat 20 first session. Anyway. I'm. Okay, cool. I'm just gonna fucking curse. The orb will disappear, leaving the tree with a grayish, lifeless tint. What in the heck? Sorry, was that? Also, hi! Uh, Arum's gonna go up and kind of gently touch the tree. Um, with like a look of sadness on her face. <laughs> and then she'll just turn and give you a friendly nod. <laughs> kind of apprehensive, but nod back. And then Rook is just gonna put a hand on herself and do lay on hands. Um, as she slowly figures out how that works, I think, in real time. Just kind of, I feel like I can heal myself. Let's give it a shot. And puts a hand on herself and then lays on hands. Hi. Hello. Hello. Who are you? And what was that? Uh, would that be a, a nature check to see if I knew what that was? That's a good question. For well, the question would be: Are you? Do you mean the orb or the creature? The creature that was strangling her. Do a nature check for that. I'm just kind of indicating everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like what was uh, any of that that just happened? It, it it's confusing to you because it looks like something you've dealt with before, but it it didn't poison her, which is strange. Uh, might not be that you've you've come across an infant of one of these things before. That was a baby. That looks like no baby that I have ever seen in my life. Then you really wouldn't want to see the mother. No, no, I wouldn't. Uh, you didn't answer the first part of that question, by the way. I am Arum. It is nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, and Rook is just gonna... <laughs> was not asked for her name, so uh, Rook is just gonna pick up the flail. Um, can I look at where that orb just was? Yeah. Because you mentioned that it left the tree that it attacked, like, I would assume attacked, dead and lifeless. Would I have noticed that that tree was not dead and lifeless before? Yeah, yeah, so it left a, a, a spot, not the whole tree, but just a very... Anything that it touched or encapsulated is now gray, dead and withered. Okay. Like an area of effect. Okay. Cool. What, can I roll another insight to see if this is, is at all familiar to me from the dream? Do you sure. mind? Okay. Yeah. Uh, or would it be history? 
History, intelligence. What do you think would work? I th I think it would probably be history. Just I'll, I'm, I'll I will happily nerf myself for this. Okay, fifteen. Fifteen. Um, it looks similar to the effects okay. that you saw in the field, but it's generally slightly different. Like um, maybe the dream was a theory, uh, or, or or like a a, a vision that wasn't complete. Okay. Rook will kind of glance up. Uh, does she see that will-o'-wisp? No, no, it's not a will-o'-wisp, but the, the, the light anywhere. Um, yeah, actually, it's um, it's it's kind of dancing uh, with, within the trees itself. Okay. okay. She'll kind of... Um, that was what got me here. Did you see one of those? And she'll point at the light. No. Hey. That can't be good. At all. Nope. I probably not. No. No, not at all. Okay. Um. It, 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 since you didn't ask it's it's it my name is rook hello nice to meet you uh, uh yes yes Sorry. it's okay people don't usually ask so i prefer to uh say it first you know anyway um did the orb go anywhere did it just kind of disappear or did it like go move in our direction it went deeper into the center of the, the little patch okay Rook will kind of look at Aram. So, do you want to follow that? Because I do, and I don't feel like leaving you alone in the middle of the woods. Because that feels like a bitchy move. Uh, <clears throat> yes, it's killing my forest. Oh, this is yours! I generally say all forests are my home so yes it's mine oh okay you it's it's not it's not a forest you own it's a forest that you generally inhabit okay cool that yeah. there's a big difference between those two things okay great let's go chase down an orb let me see if i can lay on hands again because i forget you guys will head nope deeper in and the patches of the darkening, the, the withering, they get bigger. Um, they're sporadic. And uh, like they're in patches in grass and trees and, and the canopies, uh, leaving holes. Um, it looks like they keep uh, appearing in spheres. And as you get closer to the center of it all, there is this weird resonating. And as you, you come around the last tree, there's going to be this gigantic kind of black orb half sunk into the ground. And there are dead animals that unfortunately have wandered into this thing. It, it has taken rabbits, deer. Um, it looks like at one point it took a wolf. 
Um, there are birds, uh, mice even, just have not known what this is and have tried to wander into it and it has pulled the magic from them, killing them dead where they stand. She'll kind of, she'll just speak to the air for a second and say, so this is what you meant, is it? I'm assuming no reply in any form. Okay, cool. I figured. Arms kind of got her hand over her mouth in shock. Uh, clearly holding back uh, some pretty hefty emotion there as yeah. she looks at all the death. This um, this doesn't feel right. Not at all. Corey, if I may ask, is there like a centerpiece to this? Like, is there a, any kind of source that we can see immediately? Not directly here, no. Um, the, the the orb itself is opaque. Not opaque. Um, um, uh, ooh. It's all but see-through. Um, but there is no oh. core to it, generally. Um, and... Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's gonna flutter out and, and kind of dissipate for... Like, dissipate entirely? Completely gone. Um, but as it does, you're going to notice that on the other end, there is a larger tree uh, than the ones that circle around it in this small area. Mm -hmm. There's a black cat sitting on the, the humped of the tree. Mm -hmm. uh, a root kind of entangles around a little bit, kind of leaving. There's a nut hole in the tree, and it is just kind of sitting... Kind of silhouette with the nut hole, nut hole behind its head. Hmm. Can Rook cross the space to go see the cat? If you wish. That feels suspicious. <laughs> and I, it, okay, is the tree in the space where the orb just was? No. no. Okay. It's on the opposite side of the circumference cool. of the. Yeah. Okay, Rook is just for a second gonna ignore Aram. Um, like you're there, you're having your emotions. Have your emotions. I'm gonna go talk to a cat. Um, and they're going to try their absolute best to remember where the edge of the orb was, which probably will be very difficult for her, and kind of skirt around it to get to the cat. Uh, roll me a history. Let's see if you can okay. like remember history. exactly. Because like you'll see the ring, mm -hmm. but how far over is that ring? Where does that orb kind of stop? Yeah, that's a four. That's a four. Okay. So one of the spaces between where the orb ring starts and a tree is like almost nearly inches mm -hmm. from each other. And so to get around... Because by, behind that tree is more thickets of trees and bushes. I'm talking like pine bushes. Like they're, oh, they're crap. Gross. Yeah. So 
you're going to have to squeeze through. Um, I'd like a deck save. That's 14. 14. So you're going to go around and that orb is going to reappear. And it's going to catch the, the side end of your shirt. And you'll see your shirt kind of thin out, crumple, the fabric die, and just kind of slough off, leaving a hole into your clothing. Oh, no. Uh, but you will eventually make it to the other side safely. Although it could have been very bad. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, Rook will swear in Elvish and just say, I just got this shirt. Okay. Midday. Yeah. <laughs> there's just a hole in it. <laughs> there's no fabric. You have to get more fabric. And guess who just left with the fabric, even though Rick doesn't know that. Um, mending. Mending? That's true. Um, okay, so Rook will get to the cat. Does the cat go anywhere? No. Uh, the cat's still there. It's going to paw at the hole. And then it's going to do that cat thing, where if its head fits through, it's going to squeeze through. So it squeezes its whole body. You see the hind legs kind of straighten out as it wriggles <laughs> into the hole. I love this cat. Okay. Rook is just like... Fucking cat. Okay. Sure. Uh, thanks. Very helpful. And she's going to lean her head over and my as my face goes out of into the blur. Um to look in the hole. Is there anything of note in the hole or is it just a hole? There is a a sparkle of something green. Uh, a very uh, thin and, and vibrant uh, like emerald shard of something in there. Do I get... Okay. Let me ask you this because it's a new day. Um, can I do Divine Sense? at all sure. and just, yeah. just just generally what are the vibes here undead celestial it's not undead it's okay. not celestial um and it's that not um, fiend yeah okay i mean so, it's it's of some type of magic uh but it's okay. not something that's gonna like ping immediately off you you just you can get the sense through that, that there's something to it other than just it's pretty okay do i get any undead or that kind of sense from the orb behind me okay it's just a thing that feels more like a force of nature okay cool noted uh by the way rm if you want to do anything please do She's just uh, kind of saying like her own little personal prayer over the the, the dead animals around her, and sure. not touching any of them, of course, because she doesn't want to. Yeah, you wouldn't want to die, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Rook is going to uh, be Rook and do stupid things and stick her hand in the hole. <laughs> Um, she has an intelligence of eight, <laughs> but she's going to try and, uh, it, does the shard look like it's something that can be grabbed or is it just there? You, you might be able to reach in and, and kind of pull it out, pick it out. Okay. If you want. I, 
I would like to if I can. Let's do uh, let's do a sleight of hand because you gotta kind of like wiggle your fingers in and, and kind of get through that. the roots. I'm, I'm actually not that good at that now that I'm looking, but I'm good at these tools. That's a very different. Oh, okay, twelve. Sleight of hand, twelve. I mean, you'll you'll kind of collapse your your two very tip fingers on it. You'll kind of wiggle it out very slowly, very gently. And you'll you'll notice this this shard, uh, it's it's green in color, almost uh, a vibrant like green leaf, almost color. Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll just kind of shine for a bit until it, uh, it it starts like vibrating in your fingers. Hold on to it. Does it seem like it wants to go somewhere, or just vibrating? It's it's uh it's vibrating. I mean, do you move it from your fingers to your palm? Yeah, I, I'll 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 kind of like put it in my other hand. Is like I just want to be in contact with it in case it moves. But it uh, it will attempt it. to roll out of your palm. I'm gonna hold on to it if I possibly can. Sure. Um, you can you can definitely attempt to. Um, okay. let's do <laughs> a lot of deck stuff. Let's do let's There's do a, a deck. Lot of decks. Just dex check or save? Uh, just check. Okay. Yeah, because it's not deck. Yeah, I got you. You'll, you'll kind of grip it before it falls, um, but it, it seems to be trying to get free. Okay. Rook will kind of uh, look at it. The magic Sorry. orb will dissipate again. Did it seem like it just dissipated on its own or in response to... On this? its own. It seems okay. to... Have some sort of rotation. Okay, cool. I'm gonna look back in the hole, see if I can see the cat. No cat. No cat. Okay. We'll just hold on to it, and then she's gonna try and go back around while she possibly still can, um, and go. You can get back back to Aron <laughs> as she's going to say, "I I found a thing." Shiny. Aram will kind of stand up because she was kneeling down and mumble a little something before she turns and looks at Rook. Shiny? Shiny. Okay. And she'll, she'll, she'll hold it uh, as in like gripping it in a death grip. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a Rook. Some kind. Found it in a tree. Cause there there was the cat that went to the tree. I'm sorry, I'm following the cat. Cat. That feels important to note. There's that it's a long fucking story. But I have been following a cat. And I found this rock because of the cat. I don't know what it does. But we have it. What do we do? Should, should I is it eat safe? it? I don't know. What? Don't don't eat it. What do you do? What? I don't know. It, you you don't eat rocks. You don't eat. Oh, no, not generally. Don't eat the rock. I don't know. It's an unprecedented object. Just trying to figure out my options. Eating them is. Uh, let let me see it, please. Please take the rock. 
It will fall out of your hand. Be careful. <laughs> holds holds it out for you. Uh, Aram will will take it, and she'll have a a, a gentler grip on it. Um, okay. But uh, can I do an Arcana check on it, perhaps? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Arcana mm. of eight. Um. It holds power. You know that. Um, what power is eluding you? But I'm going to need you to make a dex uh, roll, or a dex roll as well. Great dex. Seven. Um, so it is going to roll out of your hand. Um, it's going to kind of thump against the grass, and then you're going to see grass and, and vine and dirt kind of rip around this thing and, and kind of uh, moat into a form um, until eventually this this like half um, animalistic form of, of like grass and, and vines and leaves kind of forms into almost a wolf-like presence. Uh, its face turning near white, uh, its paws clear and, and vines kind of streaming off of this thing. And um, it's it's got that green glow, as you can kind of see that the piece uh, slightly gleam in its chest, um, and the the circle um, that you guys had seen, it'll it'll kind of sniff and, and move at it. And whoa! Don't 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 touch it, puppy. Hello, puppy. What? I mean, it's gonna stop and look at you. Hi. Could you, maybe don't touch that. It might kill us all. It will bite the ring, and you'll see, like, shatter, like, stack. It's going to crack the circular. It, it, as if it's a, like, physical thing, it will bite and, and break all of this. Um, and you'll just see, like, pieces of the, the, the orb just going to crumble to the ground, and it's going to look back to you, Never and then paw at the circle, and you're going to watch the grass regrow back out from its pole throughout the center of the circle again. And you'll watch the animals step back up and move and leave and run. Uh, once they realize what's happened, they're going to head back into the forest. I'm sorry, I have a lot of... Arm's gonna start crying happy me. tears. <laughs> rags? Ra rags? I'm sorry. Freudian slip. Um, Rook is just staring at this wolf. It's like, you are the coolest damn dog I've ever seen in my life. It growls what? when you say dog. Wolf. Wolf. Sorry. Sorry. Wolf. Plant? What is a respectful term? I'm, I'm sorry, this is not something I've done before, talking to a little creature. Wolf. Okay. I'll accept wolf. Um, now, let's let's let let's open this up again. Um, Sierra, uh, have Arm do me another Arcana check with advantage this time, because um, I feel like I can piece something in here for you. Oh. Seventeen. Early, early in your childhood, as far back as you can remember, waking up with the the owlbear, um, it held a cave. 
Um, but it wasn't a natural cave. It was uh, a remnant of, of a leftover uh, kind of humanoid uh, civilization of some kind. Uh, there wasn't a lot of them. Uh, most of them had been rubble at that point. But you remember looking at these, uh, these symbols and, and drawings and, and kind of uh, architecture of this thing when you were little. Um, maybe be it just falling asleep, needing something to look at. But there were depictions of uh, several like, gems of, of what you could devise in your mind as some sort of like elemental elements. Um, wind, fire, earth, lightning, air, water. And it, it, it depicts stories uh, of, of each of these generally leading back to the original uh, theory of magic and how it came to be in the world. And they shattered at some point. And each of them split into their own beasts, their own creatures. Um, and so it gave depictions of all types of, of creatures, apes and, and wolves and birds and um, you know, lizards and, and each in their own element. Um, but it, it showed these gems had immense elemental powers. You, you might have a feeling with a 17 that this gem is connected to this in some way. Could she assume that it's just an elemental, then? To a degree, yeah. This, uh, a long, long time ago, um, I, I've seen... Hi, I've sorry, I'm back. I've uh, seen pictures of this being in a in in my old home when I was small it I think is an elemental uh-huh so so wolf is probably demeaning as well then she's kind of addressing the wolf at the same time um it flicks an ear and whines okay um were you in the gym? Do you know Jessica? It seems indifferent to these questions. Um, okay. But it will... It'll get up. And it'll, it'll kind of look off to... A small little... It, it's not quite a mountain, but it's not quite a hill. Somewhere in the, dif in the distance. Um... It's going to look at it, look back at you, and then it's going to run into the forest and disappear. Ah, heck. I was hoping we'd get to keep it. Seemed nice. Good thing. Okay. Um, there is definitely more to it than just that. Okay. Do I get that vibe? Or like, was that a, a follow follow me vibe? That was a so you know where I'm going vibe. Oh, how far off is this hill? 
few miles. Um, probably about two or three days travel. Okay. Somewhere in between Hollymead and uh, Graydon itself, or Groggy Hill. Oh, so okay. Let me look at the map. If we're if we're looking at the map, we're probably about right here. Yeah. It's looking at something out here. Okay. Cool. Um, Rick will kind of glance at Aram and say that. Interesting. But we probably shouldn't follow it on our own. At least I shouldn't. Places to be. Like a person. Might I accompany you? That depends. What is your purpose in accompanying? Answers. To what questions? My origins. Hmm. Alright. Sure. I've got a bit of a group. We're staying in Hollymead at the moment. Is that where you're staying? Or? I tend not to venture into uh, villages much. But I will go if that is where you are heading. Uh, well, that is most certainly where I'm heading. And you, you can kind of see Rook's face. Just go, ah, shit, it's one of these. <laughs> um, but she's, she's kind of keeping it together. It's like, okay. Um, well, let's see if we can find our way out of here. First of all, I, I can I'm not, show you can... the way out. Oh, that would be very kind. Ah, uh, then... We go find out what my friends have been up to all morning! Ah... Uh, probably something... Oh. Friendly... I don't know... The... On the way out... Hmm. Um... Arm... Um, this, this place is, is full of, of kind of... Spots, uh, like you know, the 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 wolf revitalized the largest part, but there are still spots throughout this entire forest that have withered and decayed at this point. Um, would Arm be avoiding them if, say, like they were in the grass? She'd step over them. Probably, yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, that's gonna make that difficult. Um, I mean, can oops, sorry. If she's not really paying attention and just kind of guiding Rook through the forest, then she might not notice it. But yeah. okay, so so let's work with that. All right, you've you've kind of avoided touching all this. You haven't really wanted to. It is is basically the death of the forest, right? And and as you're going through, eventually your foot is going to step on a black circle. And you're going to react with it. Um, the world itself is going to kind of flash white. Um, 
And you're going to have a memory that surpasses the owlbear. It's further back. Um, you remember a chase. You remember two people, uh, one carrying you, um, two figures, uh, and they're, they seem panicked in some way. Something is after them. Something is chasing them. Something isn't safe. Uh, you feel your heart racing. You feel their heart racing. The situation is in a forest, but you can't, you know, it, it doesn't look generally familiar, at least to you, um, right now. And then someone's saying, you know, it's coming. We got to do something. And then one of them seems to kind of have you squat down and, and put you in the, the hollow of a tree. And the figure is blacked out. You can't see the face. Um, but it's it's very soft. And it just says, stay here. We'll come back for you. If not, find help. Uh, and, and know that we love you. And then the the there's something going to kind of happen. One of the trees or something close by are going to kind of break and tumble. And then that person will, will kind of shove a large thing of tree bark back over the tree. And then you'll hear footsteps as they run off, screaming. And not like screaming as in pain, like screaming as if trying to gain attention. And then you'll flash back to where you're at now. Did any time pass for my reference? Is this like a caster situation? No, it's like okay. that quick. Okay. Uh, Aram will kind of take a deep breath, like a... And, uh, like, heavy breathing will ensue, heart kind of pounding. She's got her hand on her chest. You all right? What was that? Uh... I get you to roll me. One history, um, because there's something that's going to have been in that vision that was really difficult to remember. Uh, but I want to see if Aram can can pick that out. Oh, <laughs> twenty one. Okay. The person who was speaking to you was holding a green shard. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw my parents. They have something to do with the wolf. The shard, they, he was wearing it. Oh, that ain't good. They were because they weren't there. They hid me. Is that all? From what I can remember, yes. I see. Well, you've got one thing up on me. You remember your parents. 
Sorry, that was poor, poor, poor timing. I'm sorry. I was trying to make light of the whole thing. Uh, we should go find my friends. Right. Friends um, is a strong word, but my companions. <laughs> I don't do friends. Uh, Aram will kind of slowly lift her foot out of that circle and be careful to avoid them now as she's walking through the rest of the forest. I I do want to say one thing. I think Rook is going to try and step on one of the circles. See if anything happens. Will happen. Okay. Worth a shot. Um, but, uh, something that Rook might look forward to is, is by the time you guys get out of this forest, you guys hit the main road, um, you'll hear a very familiar voice uh, exclaim out in, in, in just aggravation. You bloody fucking piece of machinery. And uh, there's going to be a, a kick to it. Um, it's just down the way and, and to the right. What? Forgive me, what voice was that? Uh, well, it's feminine. Oh! Oh, it's the girl. Alright. It's, 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 it's her. It's her. Um, Rickle immediately, like, like Aram, you would notice, Rook immediately just kind of, like, immediately straightens up the hair, uh, cleans up the doublet, um, and then it's gonna go try and figure out what's up with Rebecca. Um. Sorry. You alright? Um, she'll, she'll be confused, not thinking anybody had been out here, um, um, and just, oh, uh, yes, yes, fine. Um, so apparently, uh, the item in which they want me to study is under this tree, and this dwarven piece of shite is not working, so I can't extract it. Mm-hmm. I find it, I put the oil in, it's... It's just junk, and she's going to kick it again. Uh, and this time you're going to see kind of ice. Just Okay. Uh, Rook will kind of nod to Aram, like, hey, you, you, you with us? Um, and, and say, oh, I'm terribly ter- sorry. Uh, Aram, this is Rebecca. Rebecca, this is Aram. We just met. Don't worry about it. Um... What? Rebecca will uh, kind of take her hands from her hip and kind of breathe. She'll flick uh, a, like a bit of that white hair that's kind of come over her face from the frustration back and just say, Pleasure. Um, sorry for the anger. Um, may I ask what exactly this machine of yours is supposed to do other than dig under trees? Is that it? It's, it's merely more of a lift it reaches because it's and she'll she'll show you with her fingers it, mm-hmm. it's framed here and it goes under the tree itself it hooks and there is meant to be a system where the arm lifts and it tilts the tree back without destroying it or destroying the roots but it isn't working and it's not moving mm-hmm Question, Corey. How big is this tree? 
it's it's been around for a few years. It's a, it's a thicken. It's a, it's a thicken, so it would be highly impractical to lift. Not impossible. Um, because it is it is kind of like worn and weary. So like the rain is kind of tilted it to the side it's it's the water has kind of run some of the dirt it's a chance um, i'm okay. talking you, you might need above a 19 to be able to pull this off that tracks okay um rock will kind of look at rebecca and say uh how badly and how quickly do you need this what whatever is under the tree and will it kill me if i am near it um, no it's it's a bit of pottery with some old runes and text on it that is apparently part of a missing story, and I'm just trying to get it without breaking it. Um, I I need to create a thesis on it by the evening. Okay. So you need this tree out of the way, but if I'm not careful, then it might break the pottery and that would suck. Is that correct? That would indeed suck, but all pottery can be... Piece together as long as the pieces remain, I guess. All right. Um, and Rook is going to try and lift this tree out of the ground. Right. Because that Let's is do a hot athletic girl. DC a 19. Hot, heck yeah. That's a hot girl. She wants to impress the hot girl. Okay. 30 seconds. Athletics, you say. That's a 25. That is a crit. <laughs> That is a natural 20, so you'll you'll kind of reach down, you'll grab two of the largest uh, kind of trunks, pieces, and you're going to just kind of like deadlift the crap out of this thing. Yeah. Um, and you'll see some of the roots kind of popping out of the ground, the soil becoming a little bit looser. Like, none of them are snapping. They're just being uprooted. Um, and then, you know, uh, we're going to say that she is going to kind of come up underneath your, your left side, and she is going to kind of bend down there. She's going to grab it and kind of wiggle it from the tree, mm. and then she'll pull that out. Um, and then you can basically slowly, because you're not going to be able to just like... Yeah, I, I don't think I can uh, throw it. I'll just like yeah. roll it. Like just kind of let it fall out of my arms and just eat. You know? Okay. Um... So the kind of pottery shake. itself is probably the size of like a small uh, buckler, um, brown nice. in color. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do me a perception check, both of you. Absolutely. Seventeen. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> Seventeen for uh, Rook. Yeah. And Sierra got is, is that yeah you got a ten there because that that's a new roll so a ten for Ara uh, uh, Aram and then a seventeen for Rook uh, seventeen will get you kind of a fair bit of detail ten not so much um, Rook is going to notice one as she's holding the pottery there's going to be two things far back behind her. You'll see the black cat sitting there looking at you. Of course. But on the pottery um, will be a depiction of crystals, which shatter and go into different forms of animals. Okay. Call it convenience, call it luck, call it fate. Yeah. Whatever you might call it. 
Urkel kind of cock her head. First of all, glance at the cat and acknowledge the cat. Hello, cat. Cat gets reverence in this household. Um, and then look at the pottery and then look at Rebecca and say, What story is it that you're trying to tell? Or trying to rediscover, rather. It's... So it goes back way, way, way when um, when the elements were here, but weren't nearly as powerful to control, use for magic. And so the gods, three main, you know, you've got the great old one, Dagon, Solemn, Zeal, as they call them. And they created elemental creatures uh, with a core, a belief that their soul in lies inlaid in a crystal of each element. Earth, fire, wind, water, lightning, air, etc. Um, this is a founding principle that eventually those uh, greater gods created balance and, and breathed magic into a, a motable form died at one point and the gems shattered and lost to time. Seven pieces each. And it is believed that these pieces also inlaid life of its own once it departed from the main shard. And each of these being a guardian of its element. And of course, earth, fire, water. Creatures beyond anything that we've seen as far as monsters go. With a natural balance for nature, a neutral alliance to all things. Um, it was believed at one point that uh, one of the civilizations, uh, today, these days, we, we usually believe to think that it was, you know, the great old ruins down south into the desert that uh, tried to wield um, multiple shards of this, finding four or five or so of, of one of the shards in particular, which created the desert itself because it was too powerful, they couldn't contain it, and they were misusing it, throwing off a balance completely to the world, and it scorched the lands there, creating the desert that we know today, the Raja Desert. It's just a theory. But an interesting one. Arum's eyes are pretty wide right now after what she just experienced in the woods. So. Yeah. Uh, Rook kind of glances at Aram, and I, I, I wonder if she can communicate via just face the we're not me. telling her <laughs> kind of vibe. Just like, we're not, we're not saying do anything. Do a performance uh, versus an insight. Let's, let's okay, see I, I, do it. It, it, does it help a vibe if check. I speak, if I, does it help if I speak fluent thieves can't? Like, can facial expressions be part of that? I don't know. I'm pulling it straws. Okay. Cool. Because it, uh, it would come down to her needing to also be able to speak and understand Thieves Camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, so. No, I, I'm just saying, like, like I imagine part of Thieves Camp is facial expressions. So Some would say that it's also mixed into words, so it's like the package has arrived this evening and, and such like that, and the, the moon is full and bright, and... Tonight we shall dine on merry wine, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, that's 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 where it's at. We've got the location. Either um, way, I got a nineteen. 
I got a 19 for performance. Yeah, so you're you're gonna it's gonna be okay. easily like yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like we're not saying anything yet. We might say something later. We're not gonna say it now. We're not doing that. <laughs> I don't know if she would like accept that, but Rook at the very least is just like nope. Nope, we're not. We're not. Oh, saying no, no, that. no. She's completely agreeing with you because this is yeah. part of her past. So she wants to kind of. <laughs> exactly. Um. So. What <laughs> wrong same page? I think. Uh, uh, Rebecca will uh, kind of look to you and say, "Well, it's. It shall take me some time to do studies. Uh, would you like to head back to the shack? I have some um. rum." I I, th- I think I need to catch up with the with the others and see what all is. They've they've been on their own mission. I just kind of took a morning to. You'll see her. You'll see her get a, like a light grin, and she'll she'll kind of give these pouty eyes, like, "Oh, you would leave me, a poor defenseless girl, out here. Nary a swallow of liquid. Defenseless, darling." No, I, I, I'm... Damn it. You are convincing. Okay. I will <laughs> introduce you to the rest later. Um, but we've got a moment of time. Four? She'll still take you down the way. It won't be far. Um, yeah. Barely, like, ten paces. And around this, this bend... Uh, of like dirt and stone, and there is that wooden shack that you remember mm. oh so well. Oh, yeah. um, she'll take you inside, and she's cleared off this entire table. It's got like parts of vases and like pieces of stonework, and it's like it's different than it was before, you know, because everything was kind of sporadic and weird. It was just a collective kind of situation. But it seems that when she actually has like a place of work, she cleans off all the tables. And she lays down everything that she finds in a certain location. Labels, notes, everything. Papers, buy it, quill, ink. The whole nine yards are an archaeological dig just spread out on the table. Yeah. Um, and she yeah. will she'll set this new piece in a respective like empty spot uh, with a few, like, two or three more spots behind it still empty. Mm. And she will grab this large kind of uh, ceramic jug and a couple of cups, and she'll kind of set over and pop them out because they're all stacked inside of just do, do, do. And she'll mm. pour some, and it's it's this smell of raspberry and and mint uh, with like a like a hint of like a little bit of uh, honey to it. Uh, so it's got like an amber red taste to it, or look to it, not taste. No, I, I like amber red taste as well. That makes sense in my brain. But okay, so it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, she'll um, chug it and tip it, just, like not chug it, but she'll sip it just to show you know I'm not going to poison you, basically, because yeah. it's like new person and yeah. And Rook was absolutely waiting for that, and then passes the cup to Aram. Drinks her own. Do you do you drink? I'm sorry, I don't know if we've had that conversation. Naturally fermented. It is mead. Oh, it's good. 
got this uh, kind of heavy uh, raspberry flavor. The sweet and sugarness of the honey underneath. And that mint just kind of isn't there per taste, but it gives that cooling effect to the throat. Uh, like like you've lightly licked a lozenge. Lightly licked a <laughs> lozenge. I actually make mead, so I knew what you were talking about immediately. Nice. I gotta make my own. I wanna make my own. That's Alcohol sounds... is so expensive. Just make your own. Right? Right? <laughs> it's cheaper just to make it yourself. Anyway, we're way off so, topic. Um, you're good. Uh, Rokul just sip idly. Taking her time. Enjoying it for once. Aram is kind of staring at the piece of pottery. Um, going over what she remembered. Just trying to keep it there in her mind for as long as she can. Mm. A couple seconds. Uh, I circle, just glance over. like Kind of like a you good. But doesn't say anything. Back old pipe up. So, um, how long uh, have you been able to complete your guys's dealings in town? Yes. Uh, well, last I checked, we figured out uh, um, there was a farmer outside of town who had some unfortunate happenings, and we talked to him, but I can't say that they've figured out uh, anything specific. I don't know. I haven't been there. I I I kind of needed the time. I had a bit of a upsetting revelation recently, and I've not really taken the time to uh, think about it until now. Sorry to hear that. It's, it's all right. It's gotten better with time. It was I did confusing. A little study um, myself. I I picked up a guild book. And she'll she'll kind of put her hand on the book a bit, and uh -huh. I read out about the Twilight's Chosen. Of course you did. So, I'm just interested. They seem like larger than life people. I mean, especially uh, what was his name? And she'll just kind of open the book and flip through it. Uh, yeah. uh, well, was it? Well, well, welcome. Yeah, I think that was it. He's handsome. Isn't he? Is he nice? Uh, he's he's plenty nice. He's plenty nice, and you can just kind of see Rook's face fall a little bit. Like, ah, uh, no, okay. Um, but you're into the big brooding men with man buns, I guess. I ironically, I am not. Ah. Uh, no, I I am the big brooding man with the man bun, so... Yeah. You I, know, like, you see the... Similar the interest in the lady known as... Uh, she'll look down. Maxie? She's cute. Mac, Mac. Maxie. Blue hair? The book says that she's a cleric. Oh! The, the one with the blue hair? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was cute. You, 
Do you like know them directly? Are they friends? Like, oh, uh, no, 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 no. Friends, friends, not a thing. No. Um, we. Okay, I will fully admit to not being good at talking. If you hadn't noticed, um, but uh, no, we had a brief conversation with them all and joined the guild, and then they immediately sent us here. So. No, we haven't really talked to them much. I wanted to talk to Maxie, but I, I guess I figured out shit on my own. So, I truly think I owe you all an apology. Um, when I first met you, you had mentioned your guilt, and I was disdained, to say the least. You were. Well, the only thing I had heard of the guild is that they killed a dragon, and honestly, I'm a dragon sympathizer. They're beautiful creatures. Majestic. I'm sure. I I found it hard to believe that a dragon would. Not well versed in dragons, but I I find I thought it hard to believe that a dragon would do any despicable act. But reading more, I realized that my assumptions on them were incorrect, and on you and your friends. So. I wanted to apologize. I appreciate that. Admittedly, I couldn't blame you. I didn't have much better thoughts of the Twilight's Chosen when I first joined. But that that's just typical mistrust. I didn't exactly grow up in the best of situations, so I'm not to... Uh... Again, I'm not very good at talking, as I said. Hmm. Well, you seem to talk just fine with me. <laughs> You're she'll... easy to talk to. She'll kind of do that thing where she takes a swig and does that like head tilt movement thing and turns oh. around the, the table and, and sets it down. Oh, like, no, no, no. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that really slick kind of, yeah, yeah that, that yeah. like flirty kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, okay. Okay, so so we are picking up the flirting. That is happening. Okay. Slightly. Well, they... Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. She's she's coy. I got gotcha. you. She'll pour another cup for herself. She's she's two down at this point, and she'll um, okay. say, um, "You really must take this. Uh, take it back to your friends as an apology from me." And um, oh. I should get to work. I am sorry for dragging you out here. I just didn't want to make the whole apology in the middle of nowhere very awkward and. You really should apologize to the rest, not just to me, but I appreciate the uh, special attention. I believe I will, eventually. I'm, I'm sure it won't be the last time we meet. We seem to be... Certainly hope not. Oh, for all I know, I could be swept off to Riptide's Refuge tomorrow. I don't... Who knows? <laughs> Perhaps. Um, I will, at the very least... Apologize on their behalf. On your on your behalf. Sorry, words. Uh, anyway. Um and Rook is gonna look around. Um kind of search herself for something that she could perhaps give over as a token of hey, remember me. Um I think 
she's going to pull out her tinderbox. Um, okay. I just ima- I-, I imagine it's something she's had for a while. Um, like just something she stole off of somebody. Um, but it's like nice enough. It's like a nice little tinderbox. She stole everything. Don't judge me. <laughs> uh, but it's it's like it's kind of like a nice. I'm making this up as I go. Can you tell? Um, but it's just this kind of nice little like blue tin tinderbox. Uh, and she says, um, just in case you need to uh, light any torches, I don't think I need that anymore. So have it. There you go. She'll take it one hand and kind of lean a finger across her nose like this, uh, kind Mm -hmm. of just following the bridge, and you'll see a flicker of flame Mm -hmm. at the tip of her finger. Oh, okay. And no, she'll just, I'll I'll use it quite well. You don't have to, uh, okay. And she'll slip it down the front of her bodice. Well, all right. Rick kind of blushes and just says, "Um, I do. I don't think we need to get going, though." Yes. Um, Aram, you've got people to meet in Hollymead. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Rook, er, Rook. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna start doing this now. Um, Aram's totally oblivious as to what's going on. She's just been kind of sipping. I love it. She was given. Yeah. Well, okay. she will hand the mug off to you guys, and uh, as you you know you're heading out the door, she'll say, "Shack is always open if you need shelter throughout the night." Understood, and uh, thank you again for your hospitality. It's always mm-hmm. pleasant. She'll close the door, and Rook just is a blushing mess. Yeah, she's like, come on, we're going to go to the tavern. We're going to the tavern. It's going to be great. It's going to be lovely. I just handed a tinderbox to a fire mage. (laughs) Regretting all of her life choices at once. I mean, to be fair, she used ice at one point. Um, Yeah. She could just be an elementalist. Yeah, she's just a mage, but still. It's like... Ah, I I think you guys are turning back, um, kind of late in the evening. I think that's a perfect place for us to end this uh, little side adventure, and to to regain the party when we record again soon. Mm-hmm.